All right, everyone. Uh, welcome back to Good Job Adventures. Um, and let's go ahead and get right back into it. Last time that we left off, uh, Ander had just received his uh, Lichdom and Redna's abilities inside of uh, Prey's dimension. And now we're going to cut back to Aul, um, who is still standing in the center of Plaza. So Aul, Ander had ran off towards the carnival on the outskirts of town last session. Uh, and while he departed, you decided that it would be best that for you both to split up, and you were going to go ahead and look for prey. So at the moment, if you look over uh, all of Plaza, pretty much all that you can see is that there's an empty lot where Larry's Bar used to be. The street sweep is still in the center of town, uh, and the guild hall is still at the center, uh, center back of the town. You're currently just standing there, uh, almost seemingly waiting for whatever your next decision is going to be. So what would you like to do? Uh, transform into ghoul and go Ooh, ah, ah. I'm back and then I pull out my sword and start walking to the street sweep alright uh, so you approach the street sweep uh, with your sword uh, and he kind of just like sheepishly looks at you uh, and kind of just like Elvis is looking at you like it. he's kind of wondering why you're walking up to him Got anything to say? You know what I'm about to ask you, right? I. So where is he? Uh, and you see the street sweep start to sweat a little bit, and he um he looks back and forth uh over over the entirety of like the uh, the town, like his eyes are darting back and forth, and all he's going to say to you is uh I uh. New ad, uh, new adventure, I see, and he's uh he's he's sweating profusely at this moment. Uh, would you like to roll intimidation? Uh, I suppose I will roll intimidation, and I'm gonna push my sword up against his stomach like I'm poking the Pillsbury Doughboy. Mm. I don't know why I added that detail, but that's how I'm picturing it. Um, it's important. It's yeah, but he does not go. Uh, well, we'll see if he I think, does. I think that's up to him to decide. Yeah. I got a 19. Okay. So as you accost this the street sweep, um, you you can see that uh, he, he he is definitely intimidated by you. Uh, and he just, like, um, he looks as if he's floored, and he begins to point towards the right side of town where the boxes are. And then you see his expression immediately stop, go completely blank. Uh, and you hear him say, I, intruder detected, initiating loop cycle. I stab him. All right, so you stab the street sweep. And before he can get out that last piece of, uh, hit that last string, uh, you're able to uh, hit him. So go ahead, roll roll to attack. All right. Uh... He's, he's very low AC. I'd be surprised if he didn't hit. What is this? I never got like what the stats of that war sword was from Warlord Brentley, but that's what I was using. Oh, what did you get? That I was gonna use Warlord Brentley's sword, but I never got like what it does or its stats. I'll just roll it, my dagger attack to see if I hit. I got a fifty. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a plus two. Uh, plus two sword. So oh wait, so it's a seventeen then because it would be an additional plus two. Yeah, so you're able to successfully uh, stab the street sweep, uh, and as you do, uh, roll damage. Uh, what's 
the damage on the sword? Uh, it would be a long sword plus two. Uh, alright. So, 1d8. I'll make it 3d8, since I'm feeling generous. Treating myself. Uh, am I proficient in this sword? Uh, uh yes. Alright. 7 plus 2 plus 4. Um, 13. Okay. Uh, so you're able to successfully uh, kill the street sweep, uh, and as he falls to the ground, you see like he begins to fade away uh, into what it's seemingly looking like magical particles, almost like data, but uh, he falls and you've defeated the street sweep. That didn't seem to be too menacing. Uh, and currently you are left now in the empty um, in the empty plaza. Ooh. Well. Let me find that bread boy. Bread boy! Bread boy, come out and play! Are you just gonna kill everyone in Plaza? <laughs> if you'd like to, um, you remember uh, that bread boy only spawned uh, when you walked closer to the guild hall. Um, alright. I'll walk closer to the guild hall. Alright, so as you walk closer to the guild hall, you see uh, from the right side of town, the east side of town, uh, the bread boy uh, dart out of the, so the side of the street, uh, and he is about to collide with you. Uh, so I want you to go ahead and roll a dexterity save to see uh, if he is going to drop his bread. I'm, I'm going to swing my sword at him. <laughs> okay, um, ro roll to attack. We got a 26. Okay, yeah, you, you hit the bread boy. Um, and roll damage. A 10. You, you, you felled the bread boy, and as he was about to drop his bread basket, uh, both him and the bread basket dematerialized uh, as you've killed them. Alright. You are now once again alone in Plaza. Good, good. I go to the boxes that the guy pointed at. Carefully, in case it was a trap, because he did say intruder, so I'm going to be stealthy about it. Okay, so then go ahead, roll uh, roll stealth. I got a natural 20, a 32. Alright, so you immediately blend in with the shadows as you approach the boxes, and you don't notice anything, um, anything different about them so far, uh, but if you'd like to, you can just go ahead and roll investigation, or if you remember what the boxes were or what was special about them, you can proceed as normal. Uh, I remember that there was, like, a hatch that led underground, I think. That's correct. Uh, so on one of the, uh, stouter boxes, uh, there is a panel that you can press for it to open up the box. I'll gently touch the panel with my sword. <laughs> Alright, so as you proceed, proceed on with your stabbings, uh, you hit the panel that's on the side of the box, and the top of it pops open... And you can see down into the dark sewer where the ladder is. Oh, jeez. Well, guess praise in the in the sewer. I'll go down. <laughs> All right. So as soon as you get down to the bottom of the ladder, uh, you are now in a fifteen foot hallway uh, with the door at the other end of it. It's a wrought iron door. Um, so while you're in this hallway, um, what would you like to do? There's currently no one that you can see, and you are still stealthed from before. Uh, and in this increased darkness, you feel yourself even more stealthy. If I remember correctly, there was another passageway in this hallway. 
that is correct. Uh, so if you'd like to, I, you can since you mentioned that, uh, you remember that on the right side of the hallway, uh, there was a false door that was in the wall. Yeah. Uh, so you can go ahead and, if you'd like to, uh, open up the secret door. First, I'm going to walk up to the metal door and say, Melon, and see if it finally works. All right, so you walk up to the door and you... You remember something very similar. I believe you actually tried this the first time you were here. Uh, but you're, you remember uh, that this door is not broken in the sense that it can't open. It's just that there is a massive boulder behind it. So while you uh, speak Melon to the door, it does not respond. No. All right, I'll go down the other hallway. Okay. So once you enter into the other hallway, uh, you see just as before, leaned up against the wall, is a goblin uh, sitting next to a gong, and he uh, seemingly seems to be passed out. Uh, you are still stealthy. Looks like they took my advice. I'm going to stab the goblin in the throat with my sword. All right. Uh, since you're stealth uh, so sneakily, uh, go ahead and roll this at advantage. All right. Uh, a 23. Alright, you're able to hit the goblin. I do 14 damage. Alright, uh, so as you uh, deal damage to the goblin, let me actually look up because this one has a specific stat. Um, how much HP that has, one moment here. Yeah, uh, you're able to kill the goblin. You deal double its health pool, actually, uh, as, you, as, you, as you completely cut off this goblin's head. Also, can I roll Arcana on the sword to see if there's anything magical about it? Sure. Uh, go ahead, roll Arcana. I know, like, War Warlord Brentley specifically told me to retrieve a sword because it was magical, so would I get, uh, advantage? Um, sure, yeah, go ahead. Alright. A 13. Um, let me go ahead and see what that gains you. One moment while I go ahead and get rid of the item, okay? This is the thing that can't be spliced out. Flambo, hit it. No, okay. This is the part that we will get out of the pack. Uh, so what you can what you can tell from this sword is that it is a magical plus two sword. Um, it has a specific property to it, but it it seems almost necromatic in nature. Uh, but you can't necessarily tell anything other than that at this moment. Yeah. All right. Hopefully, I figure out next session what it does. Um, I'll just keep walking down. And I'm going to change my form into a goblin now. So as you change your form into a goblin, uh, you walk out into the end of the hallway and you notice that you are on the same balcony as before as you are inside of the main sewer room. Uh, you still see that beneath the balcony, uh, as you take a look around, you can see torches that are outlining one specific path uh, that led you to where uh, uh, Kenny and George were uh, at one time, the Noel pair. I'll walk over to them. All right. So as you um, as you walk down further into the sewer, uh, you can see uh, that the location of where Kenny and George were, uh, there was there are now two uh, stone knolls where they want where they once stood. Uh, and you can roll investigation if you'd like to see uh, if they're just golems or if they're just petrified. Exactly what's going on here. We got a 16. Okay. Uh, so you're able to tell from these uh, knolls that you have here that they don't seem to be mobile at all. In fact, you see uh, Kenny and George are standing uh, 
fairly similarly to how they were when you first saw them, uh, but they do not move. They look to be statuesque. Last time I saw stone shit, it was a gargoyle who stabbed me many times and screamed no, so I'm suspicious. Okay. Let me roll Arcana uh, and see if there's sure. anything magical about them. We got a 10. All right. Uh, so from what you can tell uh, with that Arcana roll of a 10 is that they have been petrified by some sort of magic. And you remember that uh, the last time that you saw Prey cast something uh, on a goblin and or gnollish creature, uh, it actually turned them to stone and then to dust eventually. Uh, so you believe this to be Prey's doing. Oh. All right. All right. I'll walk past them. All right. And as you proceed further into the sewer system, you come out to a massive clearing where there lie petrified gnolls uh, all across the room. And in the center of the room stands Prey, uh, standing above a fairly intricate magical circle. Uh, and he kind of turns towards you, or turns towards the exit uh, to this room. Uh, and I believe you're still stealthed from before, so uh, if you'd like, he seems to have noticed some sort of presence, but not you specifically. Uh, you can either engage or uh, start a discussion as he turns back and he says, Who goes there? Uh, he detected my 32 stealth. He detected a presence, but he can't see anything. Uh, I'm going to use a silent image and cast a... I'll cast Breadboy. Breadboy's here. Okay. So you cast you cast a silent image of Breadboy, uh, and you see Prey looks seemingly confused as he looks towards the entrance and he says... What are you doing here? Uh, I don't know about purely visual. Uh, I'll make Bread Boy start like dancing. Like, uh, he like just a, starts flossing. Like what? the Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the Fortnite floss? Okay, Fortnite so... floss, yeah. Combo straight <laughs> into him. <laughs> All right. And then he dabs so, at the uh... end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. And then Prey kills him. <laughs> <laughs> so as. As he sees the bread boy flossing, uh, Prey is going to just cast a firebolt uh, towards the bread boy. Uh, and as he does, let's see. All right. He's able to successfully uh, connect with this bread boy illusion as the firebolt uh, goes, past him, goes past him uh, and into the sewer while the uh, image of the bread boy is still flossing uh, and dabbing profusely. And then he kind of just like almost gets on guard because he doesn't know exactly what's happening, but he knows that something something is off. Uh, and you see he begins to uh, start randomly casting uh, some firebolts around the room to illuminate it as torches begin to line the wall, uh, casting more light uh, into this uh, into this area. I'm slowly gonna have Bread Boy walk up the prey, but as he's walking, he's gonna grow older and older until he looks like Bread Man. And then he's going to try to touch prey. Just want to see what happens. Okay, so... Hmm. Alright, so as this bread boy turns into bread man, into much older bread grandpa, I guess, uh, he walks up to prey, and as he's about to touch him, you see prey um, reaches out to the silent image and then waves his hand through it, almost to attempt to dismiss it, but realizing that he can't necessarily dispel this silent image uh he 
simply ignores it at this moment. Uh, as it doesn't seem to be bothering him too much, but he's start, starting to freak out. He's like, who who goes there? Who is in who is in this room right now? Who is casting this? Uh, Alright, at this point I'll just... I'm gonna turn into Breathweaver. <laughs> that might lower his guard if he sees it's Breathweaver. Yeah, um, it is a very good chance. Uh, pre or post slap flashback? There will be mid-flashback <laughs> Breathweaver, so it's just standing there just like, Duh! As he's learning <laughs> about his fandom. Alright, no. I'll be... I don't know if he knows Breathweaver's a dragon now, so I'll just do normal Breathweaver. Uh, and say... Hello, you found me. It's me, Breath Weaver. Roll performance. <laughs> the, roll I, performance I, I, at I, advantage. Roll performance at right. advantage. I, I was I gonna say. I was gonna say. I think Kyle should get advantage because he's. Owl's been around <laughs> Breath Weaver enough to pick up his mannerisms. I got yeah, a twenty-five. <laughs> All right, and you see, as predicted, uh, Prey lowers his guard, and he's like, Breath Weaver. What are you doing here? I could ask you the same question. I I mean, I'm simply just going through null catalogs for the next cycle, but what why are you are you here to are you, are you here to stop what's going on? And he kind of like points up up there. I'm here to stop this and I point to the breadman flossing in front of prey and then breadman vanishes. He's now completely dropped his guard. <laughs> and, and he's like, well, uh, thank you. Uh, and he kind of just, like, seems a little... Prey seems a little off. Like, like you remember Prey as being fairly, fairly in control despite, you know, certain antics that you may have pulled. But he seems a little bit off, almost very shaky um, at this time. And you can, you can feel the discomfort in the air. Uh, yeah, says, I would be so, too if I just witnessed that shit. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, he's going to ask, he's like, so, um, so Breathweaver, aside from, uh, that bread flossing man, I'm not entirely sure, uh, what that was doing here, um, was that it? Did you just, did you just come in to say hi and dismiss illusions? I have several responses to you. First... Do you know Breadman? Uh, n- no. I am afraid that I, I do not know a Breadman. Uh, I'm only uh, familiar with Bread Boy. Um, but I assume you refer to uh, the caricature that was flossing here moments ago. Yes. What was Bread Boy's name? Bread Boy's name? It was Jonathan, I believe. I know. Jonathan, as an adult, he has sent me here. He is worried of the plot to end the world. Um, and you see, you see Prey's expression sort of change, and he says, uh, he says to you, Well, uh, if you're here, then no doubt you must know what is going on, uh, outside, and... Yes, I, I too, um grow more weary of the situation that is going on out there the the plot for my associate uh my master very uh, better better named uh is is plotting to to perform um i assume you know that he intends to 
uh, destroy and recreate this world, correct? Um, it's me, Breath Weaver. It was hard to grasp, but you sort of, yes. Okay, um, well, if this bread man you speak of has sent you here to me, then I assume that you are here to take down the barrier uh, that lies outside, is that correct? That is one objective. But Jonathan, the bread man, pray. He loves you. He misses you. He wants to see you again. He does not want you to work for this monster. He wants to see his family again. And you see, you see, pray kind of think for a moment because he only really knew Jonathan as like his I guess it would be his cousin yeah his cousin um and as a small man he's like let's see if we can strike a deal breath weaver uh and he uh, crosses his uh his hands together interlocks them and starts to move a bit closer to you he's like I have the seal uh to the tower that lies outside I've been entrusted to Safekeep it. Have you been feeding it? Oh, magical seal. Stupid breath weaver. He, like, all all sort of weaponry and magic is, like, completely devoid of prey at this moment. He is as calm as he could possibly be. Uh, and, and he, he says no. Um, but I, I came into this operation, uh, to create my own perfect world, as you may know. Um, and that is this, this is Plaza. And what is promised to me uh, is that in this new world, that this Plaza can become reality. But over time, I have seen that more darker voices have joined our side and it worries me. I am not a horribly evil man. I don't believe myself to be. And what I would like is I can show you and disable the seal uh, so that you can attempt to defeat my master. And in that, I would hope that you also uh, would consider Plaza uh, in the next world, Breath Weaver. If Plaza exists in the real world, how would people go about training? Couldn't they die? And you see, uh, Prey kind of just like perks up. He's like, no, we actually have an entire system for that. Uh, we're going to be uh, creating um, essentially revitalization chambers. We are, we're going to be stockpiling diamonds upon diamonds to revive adventurers. And we're going, to, we're, we're going to create a perfect location. It's going to expand beyond the small niceties of Plaza into a city, an entire town of adventurers. And you see he's very excited at this prospect. And he really just seemingly wants to create a place where training can be as real as it possibly can. Uh, so that adventurers can be more prepared in their lives. And that that is the gist of what you can see he's putting down here. But he seems concerned about the darker forces that are piling up uh, outside and seems to want you uh, to beat his master and then create plaza for yourself. 
Revitalization chamber? What? What are those? Simple words, please, in his eye breath weaver. We revive adventures, Breathweaver. In a chamber? Yes. That's fun. <laughs> and he says, I'm glad you agree, Breathweaver. And he kind of like puts his like his like arm on your on your shoulder and he's like, so what what say you? I disable some magic. You you get an A plus from the rest of your party and uh uh, we we have ourselves a deal. Something hit me. So your master would create a perfect world, right? Um. Yes. Yes. That is a uh, that is a majority of what he seeks to do. That is correct. I have a question. Is, uh, is Owl like intentionally trying to make Breathweaver incredibly stupid to throw off like? to let praise guard down or does owl just genuinely think he's simple <laughs> you just see owl look at the camera and wink <laughs> <laughs> uh breath weavers aka owl says if big blue was making a perfect world wouldn't that render your training redundant your training implies there is an imperfect world outside your environment and you see, he kind of just, like, sucks his teeth a little bit. He goes like a, well, my definition of perfect world um, conflicts uh, with that of my master's. What is your def definition? What does that mean? Where one can overcome strife while being prepared. I, I find that... A lot in this world is, how you say, disparaging. Those who are not prepared for the lives that they carry out, or happenstance may fall upon them poorly, most are not prepared for the life of adventuring and the evil that lurks out in the world. That is not to say that the world is bad, but it is to say that it can be better and it can be perfected and through training and pepper preparation and safety i believe that i can achieve this that sounds cool and noble i i think i will if you can um get your seal to agree to let us in then i will help Make your perfect world. He he has slight doubts, but uh, he goes in for the handshake. One one condition, though. I am Breathweaver, and though I can control magic, I am bad at magic. Can you tell me what this sword does? <laughs> <laughs> in that last second sentence I can literally he like hear not Breathweaver's IQ like hit the single digit <laughs> in the real world Breathweaver sneezes at his name being sullied like you this. just see how old Breathweaver be like I'm afraid prey 
as his IQ slowly starts to lower. <laughs> so you see he kind of takes a look at the star and he's like, well, that seems like a, uh, a fair condition. Uh, and he takes a look at it and he begins to inspect the sword. And as he does, he um, he says to you, he's like, Breathweaver, you have a, um, a very dangerous uh, item here that I'm, I understand why you were unable to wield it. it uh, you stab a living being with this, any, any living being, and should they fail... Um, they would become possessed. P- possessed, like by by a ghost. I can hear fake breath weavers. The last of their brain wrinkles just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> y- yes. Yes. Uh, possessed by a a ghost. Ghosts are real. Oh. Kids see ghosts sometimes, <laughs> but yes, they they are they are real. Uh, is, is that all? Uh, is this condition fulfilled? Let us shake hands. Shake hands, sorry. Tyler, please. (laughs) 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 uh, As, as we're about to shake hands, I'm going to, with my other hand, stab him with the sword to try to possess him. Okay, so, before you do that. Oh my god. I, I, I just want you to. I just want you to think about this for a second. Like, you're in a virtual world that's not actually his body. He's in a living being. Do you want to maybe stab him when he's outside? I shake his hand, but make sure... This is a normal handshake. Yes, not a ghost handshake. Uh, do you refer to me as being a ghost, or... Are you a ghost in the machine? That was probably too uh, IQ for Yeah, that is that. that's that's too that. high IQ. That's the, uh, well, that does call back when Corley was just it, starting to make random computer science references in character for no reason. Yeah, alright. So um he says yes, technically I am as you wow, astute astute observation there, brother. I like Lever, computer. Um, I am <laughs> yeah, I am a a ghost in the mis- machine, uh, so you say. Uh, so this would technically be a, a ghost handshake, yes. Oh, that's spooky. All right. I will shake your hand. Uh, and you, you shake his you shake his hand and as as you do, um you, you feel like uh you feel like a uh almost like a static charge uh cover you and uh Prey says, Well, uh, let's disable that magic then and he snaps his fingers and as he does, uh, you are now in the center of the guild hall. Um, and Prey walks over uh, to the quest board, uh, which you had previously not been able to read. Uh, and when even Ander had attempted to read it with his uh, special eyes, he saw uh, random website text. And he begins to uh, wave his hands and weave some magic, and you see a very complex magical circle. Uh, that is woven into the quest board, and he you see all the light from it begin to diminish as he disables uh, this this seal. And he says, well, Breathweaver, I, uh, I hope that this, this will be a beneficial uh, pact to both of us. Have I been a brave boy? I talked to a ghost. Um, 
and he kind of just like looks at you and like gives you like a like a worried smile almost and he's like yes yes breath beaver you have uh, uh <laughs> goodbye friend yes goodbye breath weaver um at this point like ander um i'd assume that you would have made your way back to uh plaza uh during this time probably halfway through uh breath weaver's conversation wait 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 hang on hang on hang on that you cannot tell me that that whole bit with him being a simple breath weaver isn't leading to something i refuse to believe it that we did that for no reason <laughs> I was to get him to take down the magical- Yes, he was gonna stab him, but remember? I was gonna stab him as a ruse, but I was told that I should just wait till we're actually with his body, then stab him. Alright, fine. But it better happen soon. <laughs> it was about to happen, and then you just said that. Yep. <laughs> Alright, so- So, Ender, I assume you would have made your way back into the, uh, yeah, the guild I'm hall, Yeah, I'm in the guild hall, and I have, uh, Renda's cloak as well. Okay, uh, you see Prey kind of look towards you and he's like, oh, I see uh, Ander accompanied you. He, he must have filled you in on the, uh, on, on the magics uh, text mm -hmm. getting in here. And then he kind of like, you could see him reminisce for a moment and kind of maybe almost second guess himself as he remembers you <laughs> eating paper. Uh, and you see he just like flings open the uh, guild hall doors uh, towards the back and he's like, well, uh, it's been nice seeing uh, both of you and... Uh, Breathweaver, and he, like, winks at you. It's like, don't forget our deal now. I would not dream on for, for forgetting the deal. <laughs> uh, at this point, I'm going to cast message on on uh, what I think is Breathweaver. Do you just hear radio <laughs> static? I, I just, I, yes. I'm sending a... Oh, is that you? Owl stayed behind. He had to take a dump. Why? <laughs> I don't know if it's being intercepted. <laughs> Let us leave, and it is I, Breathweaver, your friend of the breath. And I leave. Uh, he, he leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as you... I did not, I did 100%, that was not at all what I was <laughs> expecting. Um, but as you both leave, you now uh, come back out of the uh, the plaza dimension, and you are now sitting in front of the vat uh, that contains Prey's actual body. Uh, and you are still Breathweaver, and Ander, you're there now too. Very confused as to where Aul would be uh, this time. His performance was spot mm -hmm. on. I am going to throw up in the vat that Prey is in and stab him with the sword. All right. So as you do this, uh, you, you throw up in the vat that Prey is sleeping in, and then you uh, you stab him with the sword. And as you do, uh, you really don't have to make an attack roll on this. It's just an immobile body. Uh, you see the sword sort of plunge into uh, Prey's chest. And as you do, darkness begins to surround the sword. And then... This shadow-like figure appears overlaid on Prey's body as it begins to regain some semblance of muscle mass. Uh, it seems to grow almost in height, uh, and it becomes much beefier. And you see that this is the this is the visage of Warlord Brentley, 
uh, that that he had advised you to get his sword. This was the vision uh, that you see now fully realized in front of you. Uh, as he looks to you, Awul, and he smiles, and he's like, So, you've done well. And then I turn back into Awul, and I say, And I have, too. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, uh... I wasn't taking a shit, Andy. That was all a ruse so we could kill Prey. And also get the magic I, the table. I could tell. Could you? <laughs> <laughs> I hmm. I doubt this, but okay. Uh, I have I have Warlord Brentley's sheet uh, open here on my end, Tyler. So you you have you are now commanding uh, your assassins as well as more or less a death knight um, <laughs> on your sheet. So if you want to also look at what the sheet looks like, you would pull up Death Knight, uh, and you now have this. Warlord Brentley is now in your entourage as like a necromatic being. So if you want, you can actually store him in like the small pocket dimension where your other, um, where your assassins are. This almost feels like Pokeball system. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. take out my rune of their Stone of Far Speech and I say, Elagos Wilhelm, over. You you can both respond. Ah, uh, hey, 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 what's up? <laughs> this is El- This is Elagos. Send traffic. Uh, the eagle has fallen out of the nest and is now Warlord Brentley. Over. Well, why don't, why did, what? Uh, say, say again, over. The eagle fell out of the nest and is now Warlord Brentley. Over. Wait, why did you, like, not help baby bird? The nest is destroyed. No more magic in the don't, nest. But praise, we did what we needed to do. Praise Dimension is without magic anymore. Also, I killed Retina. <laughs> oh, I thought there was like an actual baby bird. Okay. Elgos is now looking through his encyclopedia of pro words to see what um, the code name I killed uh, Retina stands for. <laughs> pro gamer move. <laughs> <laughs> I also ah, killed Breadboy, if that counts for anything. He didn't put up a fight. I mean, he is a boy. <laughs> yes. So... As you guys are all talking about this, uh, I assume, like, Ewell Ander, uh, Warlord Brentley, Spirit, would you guys walk out into the main courtyard Well, the this army's time? dead, I think, at this point. The army of the dead is actually dead now, so I think we can regroup with everybody, because now the tower yes. is unprotected. Yes. So, Ewell and Ander, uh, you walk out of the main building out into the courtyard, and the dead lie scattered across the ground, mounds of bone and decomposing flesh. Elagos and Wilhelm, uh, you stand among the corpses uh, near the small compound in the center. Uh, and then, announced by a gust of wind, uh, Breathweaver, the golden dragon, uh, descends clad in deep, uh, like bright, <laughs> golden god, bright golden scales that radiate heat like the rays of the sun. Uh, and the seal on this tower has, as you said, Ewell, been undone. Uh, what remains of its power begins to crumble away as magical circles dissipate and the barrier fully disappears. Uh, the only thing that lies before you now is the tower. Its cold, dark uh, visage reflects uh, yourselves. And you are all now here uh, together. And Breathweaver is a massive dragon. If you want Breathweaver, you can wild shape back to a regular form, or you can maintain dragon form. What is he, an adult gold dragon? Yes. No, an ancient gold dragon. A- ancient, um, yes. Oh, Big one. And, uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to do that morph thing to go back to normal form. 
All right. Uh, and as this big dragon uh, lands in front of all of you, uh, turns back into Breathweaver. Uh, as as you see, the pendant on his neck uh, glows a a bright blue. Uh, You'll never believe what happened. What? The f- you're, what? you're what? right. What? Probably. What? <laughs> well, I, I made this joke about a flashback, and then uh, Karaba decided to attack me for no reason. Oh yeah, Karaba showed up. Um, and then when Karaba tried to kill me, I, uh, I discovered that, um, I'm an, a descendant of this man who, uh, aided a dragon, and that dragon bound his soul to my bloodline, or his bloodline, and, uh, the pendant was apparently the key to turning into a dragon all along. Uh, I'm still catching up with it myself, uh, but that's the short of what happened. So, which is also pretty exciting. For the record, how long have you been able to do this? Uh, twenty minutes. What? What happened with you, Aligos? Anything cool? Uh, you know, same old, same old. He looks at the uh, the mass of undead, dead bodies. Line in the Lo- courtyard. Looks like you got the ability to transform into a wet blanket. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ooh. That, uh, that, that was unnecessarily mean. Yeah, I don't know why that happened. Uh, it, it's it's fine. Just, I had the role play as Breathweaver earlier, and now I'm just, everything's, I feel like I gotta come back even harder. Cause Listen, we, we're, we've we all had a hard day. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I had to, like, sort of semi-confront a childhood trauma but it was kind of weird, because, like, you know how I have this scar on my chest when I got, like, almost killed by a demon? I just see a mech suit right now. <laughs> I think I mentioned before, at one point, I got stabbed in the chest by a demon, and uh, that demon apparently really had it out for me. I don't know why. It was weird. Alright, listen, guys, I, I hate to, uh, you know, go back to my wet blanket oh, form, God. as it were, but, um... <laughs> the world is still ending, so if we could save the reunion for after we've uh, saved everybody and everything. Alright, let's go, let's go. Do we have the army follow us in? Is this like a... We just... Human wave tactic? Or... I don't know, should we have them stay out here in case another army comes? Or... Um... I guess... Alright. Uh, Elagos is gonna command... Uh, the uh the helm boys and the uh recruits or yeah consigned troops to uh basically guard the perimeter uh make sure nobody tries to sneak up on us from outside and circle us and then the uh tiefling brigade and um i guess the five of us are uh he says should go into the tower and claim it I do have perhaps the greatest commander in history, Warlord Brentley, right here. You think he should come with us? You think he should command the troops? Should probably come with us. And uh, I also have, um, during the fight, I didn't mention this because I got distracted by getting turned into a dragon, but we also have his riders. His riders? And you see there are uh, a band of uh, wyvern riders uh, descend... Uh, from the sky, <clears throat> will they, and will they fit? Uh, 
I mean, you don't know until we find out. Uh, so, <laughs> the, you see them all. It, it, did did you dismiss Warlord and Brentley? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, he's still out. Too so... much like a Pokeball. Okay, so you see that uh, Warlord Brentley is standing there, and you see his troops uh, descend from the sky, and you see all of the wyverns begin to bow, as well as the, um, as well as their riders, uh, in in an act of reverence, and he dismisses them with his hand, like almost to like, at ease, soldiers, uh, his his specific crew, and he turns to you, Owl, and he says, "My wyvern riders are at your command, as well as mine." All right. Well, we got. Wyvern riders at our command. Just me and his. Uh, could be useful. Why don't we go in? I like Elagos' idea, bringing the tieflings. Uh, Sir Tinley? I heard he was making waves on the battlefield. Should he come in? Uh, personally, I was going to leave him in charge of the uh, perimeter guard. What about Retzla? Personally, I was going to leave Sir Tinley in charge of the uh, perimeter guard. Retzla, what's your plan for all this? Aren't you an admiral or something? All right, and you see Retzla is kind of just, like, admiring himself in, like, one of the uh, Helm Knight shields, and he's like, oh, um, yeah, yes, of course, um, I, I was, uh, I mean, that tower looks fairly imposing, and, uh, I mean, we have no guarantee that these dead will stay dead. I mean, uh, I could stay down here, or I could come up with you guys. Uh, I could definitely command uh, my way around. We did an excellent job fending off the dead, uh, while Elagos and Wilhelm were inside that uh, compound, I guess it's a uh, it's your guys's call. I know you two are close, you and Elagos. Elagos, would you feel more comfortable if he came or if he stayed? Elagos <laughs> and I are best buds. I'm sure he'd love it if I came along. <sighs> Didn't you show him his fisting technique? <laughs> uh, Elagos is just gonna he's gonna locate Sir Tenley, find him, point at Retzla, and go, Sir Tenley. Make sure he does his job. And you see uh, Sir Tinley uh, salutes you and then accidentally po- uh, pokes at both of his eyes uh, as you go, whoop, 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 whoop. Uh, and y- you believe that this is a, a yes, sir, uh, in Sir Tinley noises. Noted. <laughs> so Retzla will not be joining you. All right, let's go. All right. So as you stand outside of the tower... Um, you look at the ref- dark reflections of yourselves inside of its surface. Elagos portions of your armor have been uh, ha- have been gashed, uh, and some gashes cover your shield, uh, as well as uh, you can see that there is some soot from the dead and the uh, air ride that you had taken through has tussled your hair, and you can feel uh, the divine power of Helm still residing deep within you uh, as you see your reflection in Wilhelm. Uh, you sit within your mech, your mech covered in the ichor of the undead uh, that was around the ground uh, here as you were rummaging through them, and nothing a little elbow, elbow grease and vinegar couldn't buff out later, uh, but for the most part you seem unscathed and you feel confident uh, that the shoes of a fight wasn't as bad as it should have been. Uh, Breathweaver, uh, you look exactly the same, except uh, at certain times you will be a huge <laughs> golden dragon. Uh, and you you admire the fact that you now have this newfound ability. Ander, despite recently becoming a lich, you look pretty lively. Uh, your eyes glow with a youthful red vigor uh, supplied by Redna's life essence, no doubt. Uh, and your exposed bones are positively shining white. <laughs> and Ewul, uh, I'm not exactly sure what you look like right now, 
Uh, but I bet you got a smug look on your face. Uh, whatever, uh, whatever it is, uh, you're surrounded by dank energy. Uh, eyes stare back at you from an inconceivable darkness, uh, simply waiting to fulfill your next command. You all stand there uh, for a brief moment in self-reflection, and as you do, the surface of the tower begins to twist and contort, forming a hole. It rises uh, to a height that some of the Wyvern Riders can fit through, uh, and it is a grand entrance with a carpet seemingly made out of the, the night sky uh, being laid out, laid out before you. Uh, brilliant stars line its cosmic surface, and as you stare inside, you can see nothing as if the darkness um, cast into this area was a pit to the abyss. Beyond the entrance, you feel a great power call to you. It imprints images of vast riches, new beginnings, and unspeakable powers. The power to change the very essence of what makes anything possible. Its power lingers there for a moment, like a la uh, lapping over you like gentle waves in an ocean. And at this point, you can enter. So just to make sure um, everybody everybody would enter, we have Warlord Brentley, his Wyvern Riders. Um, we also have the Tiefling Brigade. Is that right? And that would be it? Okay. So as you enter into uh, the tower, the hallway uh, seems to be made of a shifting black stone. Uh, light refracts off of it and scatters it in all directions, diffusing its brightness until a speck of light illuminates your surroundings. You see the walls are constantly moving, pulsing as if this area itself was breathing. And as you proceed, as you enter deeper into this tower, you walk throughout a hall that seemingly has no end. The stars along the carpet guide you as you wade through this intense darkness. You come to a stop. The stars that line the ground circle around a massive clearing of black, empty space. It calls to you, urging you to step onto it. Um, you currently can't see much, but if you'd like to, uh, you can either take an investigation check um, or Arcana, whatever one, what anyone wants to roll here. Uh, I have blind sight, 60 feet, and dark vision, 200 or 120 feet. Okay. Uh, so... As you uh, are able to see without seeing, you see that there is just a <clears throat> metal plate uh, that seems to be in the center of this room where the uh, where the stars are devoid and there is just darkness. Uh, so guys, I think Big Blue might have just finished dinner. There's a, there's just, he's, his leftovers are on the table in front of us. Uh, Will's just thinking that he did not actually play Breathweaver dumb enough when he was talking to Prey. <laughs> so, like, it not like a dinner plate, uh, Breathweaver, like, like a, like almost like a giant pressure plate, almost. Oh, <laughs> Akin to like the elevator uh, in the first tower. Uh, never oh mind, I, I missed that. There's an elevator in front of us, guys. <laughs> I walked on to Breathweaver, this you, you have you have achieved your goal of becoming dragon, but somehow becoming dragon has seemingly made you dumber. Uh, I, I misheard the flavor text. Shut up. What 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 is flavor text? I misheard text? my senses. Shut up. I'm, I'm still learning to be a dragon. I'm still learning to be a dragon. Andrew just has his face how, in his hands. Alright, so uh, uh, Breathweaver, how do you mishear your senses? Well, uh, I just did, so, I mean, that's how. 
Breath Weaver, do you believe in ghosts? Depressing day. So as you as you step onto this platform, you know uh, it's like when you get new eyes. What the, what the fuck? Which uh, I I don't know if anyone does. Breath but, Weaver, um... shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jander, Jackie Jan, I mean. As you step onto the platform, it begins to rise. A feeling similar to that of the tower in Ruel, except at a much faster pace. Gravity pushes down on you as you propel upwards. Six lights appear from above. As you inch ever closer to them, they shine with even more brilliance, and as you reach their level, you stop. Small, teardrop gems sit scattered around this space, each locked within intricate magical circles. And from the opposite end of this clearing, you hear light footsteps approaching. Coming into view is a cloaked figure, the spinning image of the man that sent you off at the docks. His grin flashes like a lantern, and a sickeningly thick blue aura pours over him, surrounding the fabrics that cover his thin frame. It twists like a chaotic whirlpool, and as he takes another step towards you, the aura expands and spreads over the floor, illuminating it in a bright cerulean hue, as clear as the sky. Its light bounces off of the stone and refracts all around the room, expanding as vast as the heavens above. Clouds form, and as you stand above them, looking down, unable to see the ground, he moves to pull his hood down, revealing his face. His skin is a pale blue, and his thin, uncombed, uh, sorry, and his thin, combed back hair is as white as sea foam. Long streaks and cracks line his skin. Yellow eyes sunken into his face pierce you as if they were examining your very soul. And he says to you, I'll be honest. And a sly smirk processes his face. I didn't think you would make it up here. But here you are. You stand at the precipice of a new reality. A new order. A new world. Who could have guessed that one boat ride could have landed you here? Uh, so why did you send us here? All right, so you see. Let me get the final monologue ready. <laughs> All right, so he says, well, I find myself having trouble. Getting it up. <laughs> you have trouble well, just getting up here, Breath Weaver. Not necessarily, but. I, they make a pill for that. I think you would admire the color. Was this whole... You want to make a new world where you can get it up? <laughs> you figured out my grand a plan. Yes, world. a perfect world. No. Uh, so you see, he says, well, from another dimension, it is a little difficult to get things done yourself. So I am able to project into other planes uh, to cause what I would like to happen, to happen. So, Breath Weaver, to answer your question, you were an effective pawn. I see. Then, uh, excuse my rudeness, but could you please rip? And then I cast Meteor Swarm on him. Could you please rip? Uh, and you see... <laughs> As you begin to cast Meteor Swarm, he's also going to attempt to cast. Um, since this is going to be pre-fight. 
Let me go ahead. Seeing that Breath Reaver is going to cast a spell, I might cast a spell too. Seeing okay. this, uh, I, might I also cast might a cast a spell. That's what I have. Is everybody just going to like unload on this guy? Warlord Brentley! This reminds me of the one scene in Avatar where like, I think it's like Ang, Katara, Toph, Iroh, and Sokka all attack Azula with like different elements plus boomerang. So he's using the boomerang. Uh, I, will, um... I will cast. And then Iroh gets shot, right? Yeah, Iroh gets <laughs> shot, so I'm going to have fun with my Iroh. I, I cast Bane. I'm going I'm <laughs> to order do, though, my Bomber? Shadow Assassins to attack and also Warlord Brentley. And also his his riders, <laughs> and also I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast. Oh wait, I don't have that. All right, so let let's handle this one at a time. So this is all like the wow. This is everyone just like had the guns out already. And after he possessed us the last time we encountered him, I think it's probably good we take. Yeah, uh... it's definitely it's definitely a good move. Um, and all right, go ahead. You're going to cast Meteor Swarm. Yeah, so it's going to hit big blue, and I'm going to see it. Can I also hit... Should I hit the wishing stones, or no? Um, it might not even be destroyed if you do. Yeah, there's a very good chance they but won't it, be destroyed. No, not destroyed, that. but like disrupt like yeah, whatever he's it. doing with them. I'm going to try to hit them to disrupt whatever he's you trying to do with them. nobody's pawn. Alright, so you go ahead and you cast Meteor Storm, and go ahead... Roll, roll your damage. We're going to be calcing this all, and then I'm going to ask everyone what he what they want to do. And he's going to be doing. He's going to be casting one spell as well. As you see that he raises um, his hands up. Um, okay, are you ready for this? He takes yeah. 87 fire damage. Oh, sorry, DC 24. DC 24. Dex save. Okay. So I guess he has um, that. And he's a very old man, so. Ooh. So he, he gets the rolled pep. a 17. Uh, my so DC is passed. a 24. Yeah. Yeah. So 87. Um, 87 fire damage and 60 bludgeoning. All right, 60 bludgeoning. Um, now, as as you all see this meteor swarm happening, uh, and you all are going to just do your cast, so you are having the wyverns go into attack, Warlord, Brentley. Um, you wanted to cast an Eldritch Blast as well, correct? I don't have that, uh, actually. I was thinking of Old Owl, but I'm going to still cast a Breadman Flossing. I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy to make the sound of the default dance. <laughs> Alright, what about Vilhelm? He, he's so distracted by watching uh, Breadman flossing mm. that the meteor hits him. <laughs> uh, I'm going to cast an Eldritch Blast. Alright, yeah, I'm going right. to do Guiding Bolt. Okay, can I upcast it? Like oh, okay. missiles at him? After, after. Alright, yeah. So I'll just do Guiding Bolt at 4th level. Alright. Uh, does the 13 so, even hit? Uh, a 13 does not hit. Alright, uh, I should ask that heads. first before you just blew that 4th level spell slot. <laughs> I, I, I realized that after, but I'm like, well, because I didn't want... Did I say 4th? I meant cantrip. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast right. uh, Searing Smite. All right, so that just makes your sword light up. Oh, I'm gonna cast jump on Vilhelm. Right? It will. It won't do anything <laughs> until I hit him. Okay. Uh, so as you all uh begin to cast your spells, and as these meteors uh hit Big Blue, like, and you see, like, there's just like all this like noise going on, and just Breadman, Breadboy is flossing in the middle of this, like, from the dust. 
of the absolute absolute destruction of Breathweaver's meteor swarm, you see uh, f- from the from the ashes that surround him, he is surrounded by a translucent sphere. And I would like at this point, Ander, to roll Arcana. Alrighty. With advantage, because you've seen this spell before. It's called the Sphere of Taking No Damage. Nineteen. Yes. So you you realize that this is Odaluke's resilient sphere. That has been cast on, on the big bad. As you see, there are some cracks inside of the sphere, uh, but yes, at the moment you know that physical damage is not able to be taken, uh, or magical damage within the resilient sphere. And you see, for a moment, he begins to uh, look, look towards you, and he coughs almost. He's pretty. He's a pretty old-looking man, and he uh, coughs a little bit. <coughs> well. That was uh, definitely an entrance. I, I liked the um, I liked the flossing. Um, let me but... let me tell you a story, old man, and uh, stop me if it starts to sound familiar. It's about a little guy that lives in a blue world, and all day, and all night, and everything he sees is just blue, like him, inside and outside. Blue is house, with a blue little window, blue Corvette, and everything is blue for him and himself, and everybody <laughs> around, because he ain't got nobody to listen. To listen. To listen. To listen. And then he attacks. <laughs> Alright. Also, so, I set a timer uh, for a minute to measure out resilient sphere, and it has just run out. So his resilient sphere should now be down. So it's a duration of up to a minute. Yep, that is correct. So after the casting there, uh, the resilient sphere fades. Elagos, you're going to go ahead, roll your attack to try and hit the big bad. Uh, and then we're going to be rolling initiative because that's a... Uh, that's a 10. I don't think I have anything to bump that up. Yeah, un- unfortunately you are not able to hit him. As your flaming sword misses him, uh, he he says to you, he's like, Well, uh, Elagos, yes, I... I... I've heard of your blue man uh, before, uh, but I would like to show you possibly another story. And as he raises his hand uh, towards the red tear stone uh, that is in the room, it flies to his arm, and he's like, about the uh, the red man, Elagos. And now we're rolling initiative. All right. So everybody go oh, ahead and roll your initiatives. Okay, guys, I have a plus 11 to initiative. This should go well. Uh, 29. I got a 23. <laughs> I got a 5. Oh, that's 17. 17. Elagos got a 6. I'm not the lowest. And let me... Where's the Death Knight sheet, by the way? Uh, you just... Pro- uh, let me drag one also, on, I guess. where are the sheets for the... What's, the, like, the sheet for the Shadow Assassins? Yeah, that's a good question. No, it would just be Generic Assassin. And the dragons, so the wyverns. Yeah, we gotta get the wyverns. Then about to add a couple of zeros to the uh, big blues health points. Yeah, no, I, I have enough zeros, don't worry. Uh, so let me go ahead. There was Wilhelm. Wilhelm, you got a five, right? Ander got a 17. Uh, and then now let's go ahead. We're going to have Warlord Brentley, uh, the wyverns. Uh, they'll be rolled as one. 
assassin uh, for a barrage attack. Well, Warlord <laughs> Brentley shouldn't be rolled with the wyverns, I don't think, because he's not like riding them or anything. No, I said the, the Warlord Brentley is his own role. The oh. wyverns are all one role. Oh. The assassins are one role, and then we have the uh, tiefling. Uh, the tieflings. Wow, we got a lot of players in this last fight. <laughs> all right, uh, assassins. They got a nineteen. All right, that's pretty good. What did Big Blue get? Uh, he got a fourteen. Uh, and Elagos, your um, your Tiefling would just be a, they would be the same statted as you, because they're Tiefling Paladins, they're they're equi level. So it just imagine it as a second you. So there's like twenty other Elagoses here. Um, <laughs> there's, there's quite a lot of Elagos-like characters here, but we're going to be rolling it as one, uh, one attack per on them. I am Elagos. I am Elagos. Like the Wyverns. I am Elagos. Didn't realize Elagos was so generic. <laughs> there's a ton of Elagoses out there. I don't even know why we picked this one. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like we could just, He's blue. just pick the random tiefling paladin. It was, Hello, yeah. darkness, my old friend. <laughs> this is a very big setup. Hold up. Jesus. What are the special abilities of the Wyvern Riders, by the way? Uh, they, they would just be generic uh, Wyverns in this instance here. They wouldn't have anything special for the terms of statage. Well, I mean the Riders, not the actual Wyverns. Um, hmm. It's a good question. I didn't put that one out there. Uh, I usually just use the Wyvern page for them. We might need to just do a clean reading of all the initiative scores and everybody. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to. Uh... All right, so the current order uh, will be Breathweaver first with a 29, Awul second with a 23, uh, the Assassins third with a 19, uh, Ander next with a 17, uh, the Wyverns with a 15, uh, the Big Bad with a 14, uh, Elagos with a 6, uh, Warlord Brentley with a 5, uh, Wilhelm with a 5 as well, uh, and then the Tieflings with a 4. Uh, so that is how we're going to start off. Uh, so, Breathweaver, uh, currently, I would like you to go ahead and attempt to uh, do what you want to do. I'm going to step forward and um, turn into my dragon form now that I've fat through that tiny hole that get in here. Um, I don't think that's an action or anything, um, so I'm just going to do that. Um, and then I'm going to use my breath weapon because I can. Uh, which one do I want to use? Uh, probably the one that does damage. That's, that's a good idea. Isn't it gold dragons that have, like, a slow breath? Or am I thinking of... Uh, no. No, I have a strength breath, which gives them disadvantage on strength-based things. You know, I think... Um, I'm probably thinking of... I think it's grass dragon? Yeah, there's... The, I, um, the, the metal dragons have different types... A secondary breath option. Okay, um... No, it's copper. Okay. So, I guess I move forward. How far away is he, by the way? Um, he's about... He's about, like, 25 feet away from you. Okay. Oh, okay. He's a lot closer than I thought he was. Um, so I, I just I turn into a dragon and then I sneeze on him. Uh, and he makes a DC twenty four Dex saving throw. Um, DC twenty four. Uh, let me go ahead. Darn a twenty three. Okay. <laughs> What's the uh? He what, takes what does he take? sixty five fire damage. Jesus. <laughs> A chew, and then and then he and then Breathweaver goes 
Fear the dragon, yes? <laughs> uh, so as you, you now see uh, the big bed that was as old, he's now completely covered in ash. Uh, as, as he's standing there, and he, he's kind of like, he, he's looking excited. This is this is going to be a fun fight for him. He's finally got it up. Is that the only thing that you're going to do? Uh, that is all I can do right now, yeah. Okay. So now it's Owl's turn. Uh, I'm going to use a legendary action to tail whip him. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> fear the dragon, uh, yes? Are, we, are, you, are you tail whipping a wolf for the impression? Yeah. Here? Yeah. Uh, he doesn't know about that. A wolf might get caught don't, up in it, but the main guy it. is the, the big blue. Uh, does a All 32 right. hit? Uh, <laughs> yes, a 32 does hit. Fear the tail, uh, yes. Oh, okay, it's only 15 <laughs> bludgeoning damage. Alright, that's, yeah, whew, that's not as bad. Uh, so, so, so big blue was looking pretty good, they got smacked by 32 32. Uh, attack points worth of. This is my impression of Vin quickly editing the HP stat on the big bad sheet. <laughs> no, no, the the H the HP stat stands. I have not modified anything. Uh huh. All right. Corley might be able to. Yeah. I will might just sit back and let Corley do this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's your turn. Go ahead. All right, my turn. Actually, I'm, no, just kidding. Owl changes his face to Breath Weavers and does a breath attack. No. Um, I'm, <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> uh, I'm going to run up to Burnt Blue and I'll attempt to hit him with an unarmed strike. Particularly, um, oh wait, you can hit an melee weapon. Oh, actually, I'll use my sword for this, I think. And then I'll I'll make it a stunning strike. It looks like I can do that with a melee weapon attack as well. Okay. So sure, go ahead, give it a shot. I got a sixteen. Okay, you um, you unfortunately are. Wait, let me wait. Let me know. Check that. No, yeah, you hit. You hit. Sorry about that. All right. So you unfortunately hit. <laughs> now he makes well, a hmm. Constitution saving throw. Uh, All right. He. He rolled a 23. That fails. Damn, for real? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Not even sure what now. the DC <laughs> is, but uh, I'm assuming that's higher. And then I'm going to use another key point to do some extra, 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 and I'm going to use it to do flurry of blows and make two more unarmed strikes. So... A, a net 20, so oh. I got a 28. Jesus. All right, yeah, yeah. All right, so that does... What the fuck? I also don't what think that, that rolled... Oh, I guess it did. It got a 6. It did roll right, <laughs> but... <laughs> so it was so it bad. Have I, a thought, damage type. I thought I broke roll 20 because it was so bad. And then I got um, a 26. And that yeah, does 10. Okay, so my normal strike is better than my crit. So how much how much damage is that in total? Sixteen. And on that note, <laughs> I will end my turn. After right. having twisted uh, him twice. Um, Alright, so at the at the end of this turn, um we're going to have a legendary action take place. Uh so it is now uh the big bad's turn and he's going to absorb uh the crystal uh that he had picked up from Elagos before after being absolutely blasted and punched. 
Uh, and you see as he begins to um, uh, cr like clench down on the actual teardrop in his hand, uh, you can see uh, a like red veins begin to cover his body as he as like a, his form shines a brilliant crimson. Uh, and <clears throat> as he grips it tightly with enough strength, it begins to shatter as you see uh, the the crystal sorry I have the I have to get to this the screen as you see the crystal uh, fall beneath the uh, fall beneath the sky that you're currently standing on and the red energy course through him uh, Carlos shards of the glass fall beneath the clouds and the red aura uh, surrounds his clenched fists sickening scarlet veins run up his arm and flush his form he begins to age backwards his frame grows fuller his skin tightens and he regains a youthful glow and his hair changes from a light white to a solid black and his dim yellow eyes shine bright. Uh, and you see that he has now uh, regained uh, some youth uh, from this uh, from this teardrop as he stares towards you now, a more familiar figure. Um, and those of you outside of Wilhelm would recognize him almost immediately. Uh, this would be this would be Roth, uh, the gentleman uh, for which you have gone on a dimensional uh, trip with. Uh, and he has now regained some hit points as he has crushed this uh, this wishing device. Doctors and, hate him. <laughs> and then and, uh, wouldn't Wilhelm recognize Ron? Uh, I feel like you may. Do you remember everything about the? <laughs> yeah, well, yes, you do. Did, yeah, you would. Didn't you say that Wilhelm? Would yeah, you watch do remember everything him. Go down. Yeah, sorry about that. That's my mistake. You you do recognize him as well. Uh, he, he he may not recognize you. I have the urge to just tail whip him. Again. <laughs> <laughs> why, would you, why would you lie about that? <laughs> I have the urge to tail whip him again. Just kidding, I was lying. Just kidding. <laughs> I need that my last legendary action. Alright, uh, so now at this time it's going to be the assassin's turn. Alright, so I guess I'm controlling them. Uh, mm -hmm. They are going to all run... How many are there? You said it was like there. Are, there are three in total. You said it was forty or something. Um, they uh no no. They will <laughs> run over and attempt to stab him, and they each get to okay. They each get multi attacks. I'm gonna roll six attacks in total. Um, so the first attack, I don't think that should be an advantage. Uh, but either way. Oh, uh, no, th those sheets do that. Um, but again, you can just take yeah, the first so number. 21. The 21 hits. And then he has to make a DC 15. Is this the poison? Third, yeah, he has to make it saving mm, No. No, he doesn't. Not on this one. He's Im he's immune to poison. Right. Is that from uh, absorbing the well, red these, thing? All right, so now these assassins are pretty much useless. Um, For this form. Um, I don't even know if I want to... I guess I'll just have him... The whole point. Well, you, you hit him. How much damage does he, he take? takes five. Okay. Uh, so he takes five damage. Uh, so now... A 16? Uh, the 16 actually misses. You said... At this time. Vin, when I used 16... Didn't you say it hits a 16? He, he evolved. It's a different oh, form. There are different forms, Tyler. So I have... I have different... There are different rule sets for each form. So at the moment, that currently misses. Uh, so... Alright. When he had... A, they all miss. When that first assassin had taken had been able to hit him he's actually going to you see uh some whips wisps of flame emit from uh this familiar figure and it, you're going to have to make the assassin make a dc uh dc 14 deck saving throw got a 21 
All right, you succeed. Uh, so you do not take. I don't think Hellish Rebuke does damage. Uh, does half damage, right? No, it doesn't. I think it does. Let's see. One second here. Yes. Uh, so you take five. You take five damage uh, on that assassin um, as it is uh, wisps in flame. All right. Well, I'll have to track these separately then. Uh, okay. Well, they all all the other ones missed their attacks. So. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Uh, so then that's going to be the ends of the assassin's turn. So now it's going to go to Ander. Alrighty. I'm going to start with sprint one. All right. Uh, so with sprint one... Uh, you also uh, didn't send me here. the info for sprint one through four in release. Did I not? I thought I did. All right, one moment here. Let me grab that. Uh, while you're grabbing that, I'm going to tail with him. <laughs> 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 Stop that! Does, does an 18 hit? Uh, an 18 does hit. Oh, wait, that was a that was a nat one. What was? The 18. Really? <laughs> oh, it hit! Jesus. It was! Ooh. Ooh. What is Morgan? You didn't hear it, so... Uh, I heard the nat one. Yeah. Was it... Was it actually a nat one it was like, actually a nat one <laughs> yep despite that meeting i think that still fails it does um, yeah, that one right, always so, fails yeah so you unfortunately completely miss him yep. uh right. despite immediate meeting his ac uh so as long as you at, don't roll a one you will hit him yeah <laughs> he, he kind of hit one of the shadow assassins instead no no. What do you uh, do? You no, want? I don't want to. <laughs> All right. So, Ander, you use sprint mm -hmm. number one. Uh, so, at this point, you now have the effects of the spell haste. Uh, and your AC uh, is now plus two, and your your speed is doubled. Advantage on deck saving throws. Yeah. The whole works. All right. So, what what else would you like to do now? As you've uh, activated sprint one. I also want to use shielding aurora. Okay, what does uh, that do? Oh, actually, uh, starting at first level, I can invoke a power to protect myself from harm. As a bonus action, I create a whirling aurora of energy. Uh, da, 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 da. I gain resistance to all damage, and if a hostile creature ends its turn within 10 feet of me, it takes radiant damage equal to my warlock level and charisma mod. Okay, gotcha. So let me know whenever I need to take yep. some damage for that, all right? All right, so would th with that, would that be the end of your turn? Uh, and then I'm also going to cast an Eldritch Blast. All right, uh, go ahead, attempt to attack. Does an 18 hit? Yes, it does. Oh. Wow. I don't see a number there. <laughs> yeah, Is that I don't, roll 20 I don't see it either. Yeah, I think roll 20 is being a poop. I don't see it either. <laughs> how did you... Morgan, what did you... How did you do oh, this? No. Our minds cannot comprehend D10. the number of the Eldritch Blasts. Just roll a D20. slash R1D10. Yeah. D20 plus 9. What, what, okay, hold on. Morgan, what, what, level, what level Warlock are you? 12. So then I think it would... I think it'd be 2d10 or 3d10. No, he rolls multiple times. That's yeah, it, it, it's multiple blast. beams instead of multiple oh, I'm a damage dice. We know. 
In, in my dumbassery, I combined how Eldritch Blast scales and how every other cantrip scales. Paris Channel is in her breath weaver. I'm gonna take a quick look at your Eldritch Blast to see how you fucked this. No, let's just. Oh my god. Let's, let's, let's yeah, just this, please. <laughs> yep, so you're 1d10. Uh, the first one is seven. Okay. The second one. Does a 20 hit? Uh, yes. Oh, duh. 13. Okay. And the last one, a 28. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you hit. A nine. So twenty nine. All right. Yep. I've been I've been doing it all on my calculator here. Yep. So you you successfully uh, buffet him with uh, the those eldric blasts, uh, and that would be the end of your turn. Is that correct? Uh, actually, and the last thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna kind of move get closer to him to try and be within ten feet. Okay. You can you can get as close to him as you want. You have sixty uh, ms at this moment. Get up close to him and try to hug him. <laughs> uh, would you like to hug him as a free action? Yes. All right. So as a, a reaction, does this count as a grapple? He could be trying to paralyze him. Touch him. That would be a good idea. Um. <laughs> um. Let's see what we get here. One I, I, no, I actually just wanted to hug him. I can't cast any spell. I can't. I already took two actions. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, Andrew's turn is done. We're going to move to the Wyverns. Uh, so there are... We're, we're going to roll this as, as one attack here just to speed it up, uh, Tyler. And multiply so, it by like how many there are. Yeah, just multiply it by four. I feel like I'm going to get fucked here. Um, uh, well, that one misses. Uh... <laughs> Tyler still wants to roll separately. Yeah, that's why I knew this was going to happen. Alright, you, you can roll separately then. Roll separately. There are four wyverns. They all miss their bites. One hits with claw. Alright, does a 17 hit? Uh, no, a 17 all does right, not so hit. So one attack hits. And he does okay. nine slashing damage. I see. Alright, so... As the uh, as the wyverns attempt to uh, attack uh, attack this this young Roth now, uh, he's definitely weaving in and out of their their bites and uh, is only able to be scathed by one of their claws. And as as uh, he does, he's going to be casting another usage of his hellish rebuke feature that he's getting here. Uh, so this is going to be again. How does he have another DC reaction 14. though? It hasn't been his turn yet. Uh, he this is like a. This is like a legendary reaction. You can do it on melee attacks only. Uh-huh. That, that's not how that works. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's a feature. Am I not able to... Well, I mean, that's how I made the character, is it? That's fine. It's I mean, you it... get one reaction. All right, then it doesn't happen. D- don't worry about it. So then no no, no wreath of flames emit from him at this time, uh, as he's too tired. Um, is that the end of the Wyvern's turn? They use their legendary... No, they're done. <laughs> The legendary, legendary bonus action. action. <laughs> <laughs> the legendary bonus action. Of course. Well, okay, how could I forgotten? Then is it like a? Right. Is does he just have like an aura of fire around him that yeah, just it's... passively procs? Because that's different. Yeah, it's like a I permanent. There is, oh, there is a spell that does fun. that too, actually. It's yeah. 
Uh, yeah. So, at this time now, uh, it is going to be Rot's turn, and he's going to cast Fireball uh, in the immediate vicinity. Uh, so, at that time, that would be Elagos. Um, it would be... Uh, I believe it would be Elagos. It would be the person hugging him, uh, <laughs> Ander. Uh, and, Owl, were you, were you within... Um... How, how distance... Okay. How much distance? How distance? How distance? Radius? It's 20, 20, 20 foot radius. I am just in that two way. So what's he doing? Uh, he's casting fireball. <clears throat> On himself? Yes, that is correct. Uh, so at this moment, everyone's going to need to make... Everyone but Wilhelm is going to need to make a DC 14 uh, a dexterity saving throw. You all have plus three. Ooh. Okay, a dex save... Why don't I have to? You're not within range. Oh, okay. Three is twenty. Oh no! I remember him, Wilhelm. I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> am, am I spared from the flames, wrath?" Uh, Elgos rolled a nat one. Okay. Uh, I think you're a tiefling, though, so it's gonna be the same number. Uh, but anyone who passed a DC fourteen only takes fifteen fire damage, and those who failed it take uh thirty so fire. So I got damage. a fourteen, so I take no fire damage. I got yeah, because you have the acrobatics, right? Oh. From okay, so monk, how much fire damage again? Fifteen. Oh uh, yeah, it'd be fifteen on a on a pass save, and it would be thirty on a okay. failed save. Uh, Plumbo, did you got give everybody plus three? Yeah, I have aura of protection. So if you're Ooh. within, I think, ten feet of me, it's plus three. It's what's well, plus my number is crystal modifier. And if loss is out of the way. <laughs> yes. Um, un- unfortunately, in order to do that, I apparently took the brunt of the force. Uh, so, Vin, how much am I taking? It's thirty in total. Got but it. I-, I think tieflings have fire resistance, so it's still fifteen. All right, cool. <laughs> so he really didn't take oh, much. Oh, I'm immune to fire. Nice. Never mind. I don't take any damage. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stop coming up with ways to negate my damage. Uh, no, but, so Man, as you don't you... give Coralie the ability to, to to turn into a gold dragon, so it's he true. then absorbs a blue fault. gem, slightly lighter blue than the other one, and now he does water damage. Oh, just oh, wait shit. until that wait until that blue form, Elagos. Uh, yeah, so get hit with a flashback, and then he's gonna die. wake up and he can become Asmodeus. Oh my mm-hmm. god! All right, let's keep going. Oh. Alright, uh, so at this time, uh, that fireball is what he's able to do, uh, and then he's going to actually uh, disengage uh, from all of you and move further away. He's just going to push uh, Ander off of him. As he uh, does that, I would like to want that hug. tail whip him. Uh, <laughs> One last time. <laughs> 24. Okay, wait, are you able to do that on, like, I have three turns, disengage? Yes, three legendary Okay, actions. okay, gotcha. I just want to make sure if it wasn't, like, a you weren't taking that as an attack of opportunity. So go no. ahead, roll that. Uh, so 24, I assume, hits, so he takes 26 yeah. bludgeoning, which All is right. max damage. All right, so as as he's running away, his leg is, is uh, hit by this boop on the gi- <laughs> giant dragon as you slap his ass as he runs away. The uh, we've and... when he's like, this bird's got to fly! And then <laughs> <laughs> jumps out the window. Uh, so yeah, uh, it is now Elagos's turn. All right. So I think I need to do a concentration for my uh, searing smite. Okay, go ahead, roll it. It's a DC ten. It's a thirteen. I, I was gonna deactivate it anyway, still... but. All right, you're good. Uh, so, I I, I I was 
going to deactivate it anyway, because I'm seeing that this person is probably going to not be affected by fire. And I have other things that I can do. That's a, a good it's a good assumption yeah. you got there. So anyway, I'm going to attack. Alright. Go ahead. Does a twenty-four hit? Yes, it does. Uh so that's eleven slashing plus six radiant, and I'm going to use my divine smite now. So it's a next right. it's an extra I get the one D eight automatically from improved divine smite and now i'm using a first level spell slot to add another d8 okay go ahead that's an eight okay so just another minus eight all right yeah you 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 unload the actual uh, the wrath of helm onto uh, onto this younger roth but i'm not done you've... yet oh no i have extra attack all right okay go ahead as a 27 hit Yes, it does. Uh, that is five slashing, six radiant. All right. So as you deal this damage to him, you see that uh, as you hit him with your uh, righteous fury, Elagos, uh, you see that the red, the red aura that is surrounding him sort of seems to fade away and dissipate. As he's going to be taking another legendary action now, and he's going to extend his hand towards the blue uh, tear drop in this room. Yes, uh, but not necessarily water. Uh, Ice. So, no. Uh, so at this time, uh, you see the blue, <laughs> the blue teardrop head towards, head towards Roth, and he absorbs it again, crushing the gem uh, with his hand as the blue energy uh, fuses with him. And you see now, seemingly from out of nowhere, a um, a sword uh, appears in his hand. Uh, and he is going to seem a bit more stalwart as he takes more of a uh, hunched-over appearance. Um, and the, a, a wisp of almost, like, bluish-white energy uh, covers him. Is he a uh, death so, knight now? Like no, he is, wow. not a death, he is not a death knight now, like from <laughs> WoW. No, he is not. Uh, so at this, t- at this point, Elios, is there anything else you can do on your turn? Um, not at this point. Or if there is, I don't want to. Okay, uh, so it is now it is now going to be uh, Warlord Brentley's turn. Tyler said BRB. Okay. Um, Didn't Brentley and Wilhelm tie for initiative? Yeah, they did actually. They did tie for initiative. So Wilhelm, uh, wait, what's your Dex modifier, Wilhelm? That's a zero. Yeah, so same as Brentley. So yeah, you can you have the same exact modifier, so you could just go first. Warlord Brentley gives you the floor, uh, so you're able to uh, do something now, uh, Wilhelm. Alright, so, Warlord Brent, no, fuck. Big Blue now has a sword and is kind of hunched over, right? That's it? And he- yes, that's correct. And you see that there's, like, this almost, like, whitish-blue mist on him. You're not entirely sure what that is. Alright, so, Wilhelm in his big fuck-off mech suit is gonna kind of stroll over towards, um, the Big Blue. And, so yeah, I'm just gonna cast fucking Spirit Guardians. Uh. Okay. Uh, so as you uh, come up to to Roth, I'm also gonna upcast this shit to fifth level. You should have let Vin finish what I was gonna say because it's probably yeah, gonna be right. yeah. no. Yeah, okay. You're gonna... Hold on, yeah. Vin, say your thing first. As you begin to cast Spirit Guardians, uh, you notice that you are able to fill the area with your sprites and your small little dwarves, but the area in which Roth stands at this moment. Um, 
is currently covered in this mist, and you see that none of your seraphim can enter this area. Ooh, anti-magic. All right, so d- did I say fifth level? I meant third. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to hold you to that simply because you want you. I'm not going to hold you to that, so it's fine. You're at third level. So Okay, so when I have my, like, spirit guardians around me, when I enter in the, like, fog, do they disappear? Or... You can see the spirit guardians outside of the fog, but you okay. cannot see them inside of the fog. Okay, so, so basically... He's uh, Big Blue is made like the bone zone, so to speak. Pretty much. That is correct. Alright, so since Spirit Guardians is my action, I'm just going to kind of position myself near, like, to uh, Big Blue's, like, side. Okay. Um, so you set up your positioning, you got your Spirit Guardians up, and now it's going to be Warlord Brentley's turn. Yep. 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 Uh... Warlord Brentley is going to uh looking at the spell list. Um uh, I, again I, I will mention that you, you weren't here when this happened, so he switched forms because Elagos dealt enough damage to bring him to the next form. A mist surrounds him and you see that as Wilhelm entered the area with spirit guardians. The spirit guardians seem to not be effective in this area. Uh-huh. All right, Warlord Brentley is going to walk into the mist. Okay. What does he see? Uh, he sees that there is a hunched-over Roth holding a sword, uh, as well as Wilhelm standing to his side and Elagos sort of close to him. Um, all right, so Warlord Brentley grabs his long sword with both hands, and he is going to uh, attempt to hit him. Okay, roll t- roll the attack. Uh, one second. It's a nice plus eleven. Mm-hmm. With two hands. Oh, that one. Oh shit! All right. Um. So as Warlord Brentley attempts to attack, the miss seems to play tricks on him as he misses, uh, and it, 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 his sword becomes lodged in the ground for a brief moment. But this is no um. This is this is no issue for the the strong warlord Brentley as he's able to uh, easily rebuff it and regrip his sword. All right, he's going to attempt to attack again. All right. A master of strategy, he will do the same thing again. A twenty, <laughs> not natural. All right, you're you're able to hit. All right. Um. So he does. Uh. One d ten plus five plus forty eight. He does 35 damage, 7 of that, uh, actually, 10, 16, 23 of that is necrotic damage. Okay, you've got it, so one moment here, let me do the calc. Have to split it up because of the different damage types. Alright, so he does quite a whopping blow uh, to Roth now clutching onto his sword, um, as he was able to rebuff his uh, mistake prior. He is going to swing again. For the third attack. I never saw it coming. A 24. Alright, uh, so you're able to hit with a 24. He does 29 damage, and 16 of that is necrotic, and 13 is slashing. So in total, he does 64 damage. Alright. 
Yep, that, that's that's pretty par for the course what I have here. So uh, as you're able to get two solemn attacks off on him, you see that um, that Roth is uh, almost trading blows with uh, with Warlord Brenly as he's uh, deflect, deflecting the sword with his own sword, but Warlord Brenly is able to get off uh, two fairly deft hits. Uh, and now it's going to be going into the Tiefling's turn. Um, there are five of these Tieflings, Elagos. You're going to be rolling them as one. And they, ha- uh, they one have the exact same stats as I do. They would, yeah, we're going to roll it as you're using your same statue. In that case, they'll ones. be doing ten attacks with their long swords. <laughs> Let's do it. One. Fifteen. Miss. Two. Twelve. Also miss. Miss. Three. Yeah. Fifteen. Also miss. Miss. Four. Twenty-four. All right, the twenty-four is able to hit. That's seven slashing, three radiant. Seven slashing, three radiant? Correct. All right, you are eight. All right, let's go ahead here. All right. Five. Natural all right. twenty. Uh, five. All right, natural twenty hits. So one of the Elagos clones uh, is able to uh, to to get off a very good hit. Let's see what what do we got? All right, so that is. Um, I don't think it doubles the radiant, so I'll just take the first number on that. But it is ten plus three slashing and eight radiant. I think anything you roll gets doubled. Oh, yeah, well, then, yeah, it is. So then You're it's correct. 10 plus 3 slashing and 8 plus 6 radiant. Yes, 27. All right, so, yep, you're able to... One of that, like, they're all kind of, like, huddling around uh, Roth uh, because there's just so many of them, and they're all just, like, attacking him, and one of them got, like, a very good backstab on him. Uh, so what now? Are well, they we're still already halfway there. Halfway there. Two Elegos number 5. <laughs> Elegos number Done. 5. Next one's a 19. Alright, the 19 is able to hit. That's 7 slashing, 5 radiant. Alright. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Alright, number 7. 21. <laughs> 21. Alright, you hit. 11 slashing, 7 radiant. Damn, right. Elegos number 7. De- Elegos number, number 7 eight. doing great. Elegos number 8. <laughs> well, te- technically, this is Elegos number 5. Or no, no, this is Elkos number four. Because it's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 there's five Mies, but they get, each get two attacks. All right, so, so what is 26, uh, what we we'll get uh, 10 slashing and two radiant. All right, now, we're getting very close. Elgos number five. That one. 14 misses and 20. All right, the 20 is going to hit. However, on this, on this attack that you make, you see that... Um, as Roth is kind of gaining his footing here, he's going to be a little perturbed, and he's actually going to parry uh, this strike with his sword. Uh, so he's going to boost his AC. So you said it was a twenty to hit. Correct. It is. Ne- he was able to successfully parry the uh, this this one attack here. Fool! You've lactated my trap. You've lactated my trap card. You've lactated all yeah. over my trap card. <laughs> The, the Elgos number five is going to channel Divinity to use sacred weapon. Boom, 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 boom. Elgos okay. number five. Divinity. Shut up. What's that? Divinity two. He adds the charisma modifier to attack rolls. Oh. All right. So, so it's now I... so it's now twenty three. All right. So wait. What's hold up? I need to do some quick maths. Eighteen plus six is a. 24. Fuck! You still miss. 
I'm sorry. The 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 parry hmm? is a plus six to AC. Damn it! Oh, yeah, All right. Death knight parry. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Then, it is one right. over. And then in that case, the tieflings are done. Okay. Uh, the the barrage of Elagoses have now ceased, and as it is now Breathweaver's turn. Total that seventy nine damage though. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, let's we're see. He, we're low. We're getting low. Uh, I'm going to fly over to him, and I'm gonna right. start by. Uh, actually, I should have this. See the flyover, do you? Uh, frightened. I want to say frightened gives me advantage on attacks or not. No, it doesn't. Care. They just gotta run away from you. Then I'm just going to uh, <clears throat> bite him. All right. Does a 34 hit? Yes, a 34 does hit. 22 piercing. All right, so now we're going to be going to the next phase. Okay. Uh, I so get multi-attack, so I have two more after this. But That's fine. So as, you, as you're as you biting him, uh, you see he reaches his hand out uh, to another, like like he's like in your jaws and he's like looking around. He's kind of getting battered around. He didn't expect to be fighting an army quite right now. He also probably um, didn't expect to be fighting an ancient dragon. Nope. Yeah. Well, he he knew that part. Uh. So a, as uh as he reaches out his hand, he reaches out to grab uh one of the yellow uh teardrop stones as he grips it in the exact same way, and you see uh this sickening like acid almost like complexion like come over his face as like he he becomes like increasingly like more yellow as like this aura sort of like seems to pour over him, and in your maw, um he seems to almost grow larger. And you're now holding a fairly large demonoid-like creature uh, inside of your jaws. You mean like the torrenting site? <laughs> no, no. No, not, not like a torrenting site. Uh, but you will, uh, you're now holding like a, a larger pit demon inside of your mouth as you see he's transformed. Uh, Vin, question. Now that, he, now, now that he's, um... Oh, I forgot to Stance that. changed. Is... Uh, what's his... Um... What's up is with the, the spirit magic? Guardians? Yeah, the spirit guardians are still active, so, so they they're able to fill that space. So it, additional, additionally, turn. um, Big Blue would be in the um vicinity of spirit guardians, so he, he would didn't move. What? Yeah, he didn't move. Yeah, so I'm um, he has to roll wisdom save. All right. Uh, he rolled a fifteen. All right, cool. That's not good enough. He takes 10 radiant. All right, it takes 10 radiant damage. All right, uh, let me go ahead and put that in there. All right. Gotcha. And then what else are you going to do, Breathweaver? Uh, so my flavor for my multi-attack is now that he's in my mouth, I'm going to toss him into the air, and then I'm going to do like a loop-de-loop -loop around him and do two claw attacks for... Because I'm okay. just going to style on him for extra damage. Uh, 26 and a nat 20, so 37. <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh my that's god. 19 slashing followed by 18 slashing. <laughs> oh, and by the way, every attack has sneak attack, so um <laughs> the Wait, stealthy what? dragon. Or is sneak attack once per turn? I I I have sneak attack, so he takes another <laughs> 14 sneaky damage. So he takes <laughs> 51. Jesus All right, you Christ. see him to each for another crystal. <laughs> Look, uh, so my level up before we came here was into Swashbuckler, who has, like, sneak attack. I, I feel like 
I mean, I know mechanically that's fuck? how it works, but I feel like there should be some... He didn't see it coming, Blob. You, you see, as this giant pit feed is being thrown through the air, it gets slashed by this dragon. He's like, and the first thought that Where'd happens to him, the first thing that comes through his mind is, I wasn't expecting that, uh, as he gets sneak attacked uh, by this giant fucking dragon. Um, <laughs> and then I'm gonna use my uh, bonus, oh my <laughs> bonus action, and uh, my sorcery points to cast a spell as a bonus. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast going power to... word stun on him. Jesus. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh, he makes a constitution ahead. saving throw. I, I, what, is his HP pool lower than 150 rolled... right now? Currently, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> it is okay, lower well, than 150 uh, right now. He makes a constitution saving throw. It's a 24. He rolled a 24. Uh, Ooh, that makes it. Does yep. it? It does, it does. Yep. Damn. Okay. It says it on the so, card. Oh, it does? Alright, so it. he's not stunned. Oh, yep. uh, thank God. Alright, so at this point... Uh, damn, breath we right. I gotta stop your turns. Alright, so Owl. <laughs> it's, oh, wait, are you done? Are you done? Uh, at... Uh, hmm... How many melee people are now? I think I'm gonna wait. How many melee no, people no, no, no. are now? Uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna end my turn. I'm gonna. All right, turn. it's Owl's turn. So now Owl in the air sits a pit feed uh, that is Roth. In the air. Uh, yeah, he he's been tossed into the air uh, and he's well, staying he's coming there. Coming back down. I didn't like really move him that far. Yeah, but they can fly, so he's in the air. They fly now. They fly now. Well, that fucks up. Uh, um. I guess. I mean, where is he positioned relative to everything? Uh, so f- from where you were, he's about 25 feet up in the air at this point now. Uh, his breath weaver decided to, you know, grab him, toss him, slash him around a little bit. Yes. Uh, so he's he's up in the sky. I mean, where is he positioned relative to, like, breath weaver, who's a dragon, is probably pretty big. Like, to yeah, the breath weaver is probably, fell. like... Breathweaver's probably, like, 10 feet away from in the air, and Breathweaver is, you know, hovering, you know, 25 feet over in the air, but he's pretty big. Like, I mean, if you want to try and, like, uh, attack on Titan Breathweaver to, like, jump onto Roth, that is a possibility that exists. Alternatively, I can knock him out of the air as, with my legendary action if you want me to. That might be best. <laughs> okay, then I'm gonna take a legendary action, um, and he's gonna make a DC 25 dexterity saving throw. Jesus. Alright. He rolled a 19. <laughs> so, uh, he takes... Let me roll the damage. He takes, uh... Slash... 150. Um, he takes 15 bludgeoning and is knocked prone. And then I can fly after him, because why not? Was this a tail swipe? No, this is a wing attack, so I flap my wings. Alright, so... <laughs> so you flap your wings, and then, and like... And then I dive down after him. This pit fiend just falls onto the ground, like, right in front of Aul, as Breathweaver the dragon flies closer. So, quest- uh, question. Yeah. Would would the pit fiend falling onto the ground place it within the 15-foot radius around me that is my fear? Stop radius? pummeling me! <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would. Alright, so he, he has to make the save. Oh my god. Alright, he rolled a 10. Alright, ten radiant. <laughs> oh At this God. point, we're just bullying him. You're, yeah, you're <laughs> bullying him. This is when we find out this is his first phase. No, this, this is, is when his, we find out he's like the janitor of this fucking place. This is his third phase. 
This is when the uh, Latin start singing starts. Oh god, I might just start flossing. Don't I don't even know what to do. Owl has bad teeth. <laughs> owl can change his, owl changes his teeth so they don't look as British. Um, is it my, right. my turn now? Yes, it's your turn. Uh, like, you might you might insult our British listeners. Orly's done. Uh, so. How much damage has been done to this form? Is it still this form? Uh, yeah, it, it is still this form. All right. Well, I will... Currently would have been... Actually, I, I think I get sneak attack on that. Let me in. Stop! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You, <laughs> no, no, wait, that's, that's, that's not a melee thing? attack. That's not a melee attack. It doesn't count. Okay, yeah. So, Owl. Going to attempt to hit him with my sword. You have advantage, because he's prone. That might drop my sneak attack. Um, it should, because you have advantage. 22. Alright, uh, yeah, the 22 is able to hit. And then I need to add my sneak attack in. Uh, one second. It's, ooh, delicious. Um, it's okay. So first I deal 9 damage, and then I deal an extra 11, so 20 damage total. Then I'm going to use key point to do some uh to fist them a little bit uh so i should get advantage on those so first i do a natural 20 nice nice um i deal what's the damage 11. on 11 do i just add my all right attack to that's it uh, that you you've beaten this form so as as you're just pummeling Roth, you see like he kind of like, <laughs> he kind of just reverts back to his like Rothish form instead of a pit fiend, and as he just like extends his hand without even looking towards the next. I'm gonna try to stop the next him from grabbing drop. it. All right, you can go ahead. You're going to be rolling an acrobatics uh, or athletics check against his. All right, what's what did he get? <laughs> he rolled a 19. All right, I got. Oh, that shouldn't be at advantage, but. Actually, he is. Pr- take take the first number. All right. Well, I got. Is he still prone? Yeah, he is still prone. So. It, so what's the first number? Well, is he prone? With that, like, in, like, where is this crystal he's reaching? They're all surrounded around the room. He just extends his hand and it flies to him because they're inside of magical circles that he's. Would he get dis? Like, is it impacted that he's prone reaching for this? Mm, not from my roll. All right. Then I got a seventeen. Okay, so he's able to successfully grab the next one, and he, uh... How many are left this... after this one? Uh, There's there are only two. No, Thank so four, God. five, All six. Right. There are only two more. Uh, there is currently... If you would if you would like to on your turn, Elegus, uh, I'll tell you exactly where the other ones are if you want to try and do something else, but he's grabbed the purple gem, uh, and he crushes it in his hand as his purple uh, energy surrounds him, uh, and you see from the sky, this sky arena in which uh, Roth has constructed a, stri- a, a strike of lightning, uh, hits him from where he is, and he is now currently gone from sight. Uh, is he within the blind sense or dark vision that I have? Which is uh, what is your blind sense radius? Alright, yes, he is within your 60 feet. However, you see right now, uh, Breathweaver, or yeah, I guess you sort of feel out he is 60 feet up in the air and he's just like sitting like near one of the one of the clouds he's by that cloud up there (laughs) There uh, so there are clouds like uh, what do you mean clouds like there are actual clouds in this tower 
I, I don't yeah, know. There are, there are clouds. He at the beginning of this. Uh, no, he's he's kind of just like flying in the air at the moment, like behind one of the clouds that cor that Breathweaver is able to sense. Uh, but yeah, at the beginning of the fight, he turned this entire place into like a sky like arena. Like you guys are kind of just like in in the middle of the air, but like on solid ground because it's it's mostly illusion. All right. Well, I can't get up there. I don't think, unless yeah. No. Well. Actually, I'll use my bonus action to shadow step up there. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, you have sixty. You have sixty feet on that, right? Yep. All right. Uh, uh, so as Rob step onto him and grab him. All right. Yeah, you can. Uh, you can attempt to do that. Uh, so, are you like gonna try and um, like grapple him? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Roll an athletics uh, or ath acrobatics roll. I got and a I'll roll contested. All right, he rolled a 19. All right, so you're able to successfully grapple Roth at this moment. Uh, and you're not necessarily pinned. You're kind of just like floating there midair as you have him grappled. Um, let me see exactly how that would pan out here. How does grappling midair work in D&D? Probably just the same as <clears throat> grappling regularly. Yeah, speed becomes zero and it can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. Okay, yeah, so... You you have him grappled in the middle of the air. <laughs> All right, is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah. All right, it is now the assassin's turn. All right. Uh, I don't know if they have a way to get up there. They have Although they are cross, shadow assassins. They do have crossbow. So, uh. All right. All right, so they'll just all do their crossbow attacks, I guess. All right, uh, go ahead and roll the hit. 22, or 20. That hits? Oh, 20 hits, yep. All right, so the first uh, one... Now 20 hits. ...does um, four piercing, and he has to make a DC 15 con saving throw. Okay, let me make that. Uh, he rolled a 16. All right, so he succeeds on that. Um, he takes, in total, he takes 19 damage, and then this gets an extra 46 from sneak attack. So the first attack does 31 damage. The assassin did a second attack is only 13. So I'm assuming 13 misses. Yeah, a 13 does miss. The second assassin hits with a 25. Mm-hmm, that's correct. All right, so he does, he has to make another cut. Con save, right? Yep. All right, nat 20. Uh, so he is able to get hit by this arrow, but it does not phase him whatsoever. All right, so he takes in total 19 damage from that attack. Okay. Then a 25. That hits. So roll, roll, that's make a con save. 21. All right, so he takes uh, 18 plus... He takes 31, and then... The, other assassin Damn. is going to go a 16. Uh, 16 misses. And a 16. All right, so in total... They miss. Uh, one second. Uh, yeah, he's low already. 31 plus 19, so 50. Uh, in total, he does um, 81. In total, they do 81 damage. Assuming that you don't have any like mitigation against poison. Well, he would have said that, I think. Yeah, okay. I would I would have said that. So no, no, no. I, I'm keeping track. He's very low. I'm just saying. Uh, so, 
At this point now, it would be Ander's turn. I'm gonna start with sprint two now. Okay, uh, so with sprint two, you gain the effects of, let's see. You become immune to any reduction in speed. You gain the ability to jump triple the normal distance and it both vertically and horizontally. So having sprint two, having you sprint two, I'm actually going, I'm still going to cast an Eldritch Blast. Okay. Uh, so attempt to hit. <laughs> it's a very good spell. Uh, go ahead and use that. Alrighty. That is a 28. You're able to hit. That's eight. All right. Damage. Uh, and again. Oh no! In that one. Oh All right. no. So as you attempt to cast your Eldritch Blast, you see it backfires, and you're actually going to take the damage of this Eldritch Blast as it uh, kind of blows up in your face. Okay. Oof. Nine damage. All right. Not too bad. It is a legend. It's probably like eight hundred health. The third one is a 25. That hits. Uh, 10. <laughs> All right. Uh, so at this point now, uh, that's going to be the end of this phase. That was fun. Uh, so we're going to... He's going to reach out his hand towards the black crystal. Uh, and he's going to attempt to grab so it now. Well, you're on top of the second to last, right? Yeah. This is the second to last, yeah. Beth Weaver, use your uh, legendary action to swat the crystal away with your tail. <laughs> could i tail attack the crystal or it's a 20 foot radius around me and i'm on the ground so i don't um, know if it passes me but if it does i'd be do i would be willing to he's sick i don't actually think that would pass your radius i'll just at this moment grab it then yeah so then you're gonna make uh so he's actually gonna be rolling this at disadvantage uh because you are currently grappling him, so go ahead, roll an athletics or acrobatics uh, at this point. What did he get? Uh, I, I will. He got a he got a thirteen. I got a ten. God damn it! All right, <laughs> all right. So you you aren't able to grab that, uh, and at this point, you see this black form uh, sort of fall over Roth uh, as he begins to slip through your clutches. I will as he becomes uh, more shadow like at this time. Uh, and you're gonna actually begin to fall. Uh, so, uh, at this point, we'll, let's res let's resolve this. You're gonna be falling now. Uh, you're 60 feet up in the air. Uh, do you have anything that you would like to do to rebuke this? Mm. I mean, I could use my shadow ability to just teleport down, shadow step. I don't know if I can do that or not. I also have slow fall from a monk, so. I... Okay. Uh, so then that would be. The half is, is that half damage? No, I use fall, my or? reaction when you fall to reduce any falling damage you take by an amount equal to five times your monk level. Okay, uh, so you're gonna fall sixty. Well, feet. I like to use um, shadow step to. Oh, to reduce it. Well, yeah, kind of similar to what you did in arc four. Okay, so you can use shadow step to hit the ground, um, uh, like faster. You can teleport pretty much up to sixty feet. Uh, you only take one d ten worth of damage for that though, since you're not actually going to be falling for the full 60 feet. So how much do I fall for? Just 10 feet? 1d10. All right, well then my monk thing will just reduce that to zero because of slow fall. Okay. Gotcha. All right, so at this point now, uh, Roth is a shadowy figure up in the sky. 
Uh, and that was the end of Anders' turn. Uh, it is now the Wyvern's turn. Uh, what would the Wyverns like to do at this at this point? They will... Well, can, I guess they'll try to fly up and attack it. Uh, I guess uh, one will attempt to bite it. Okay. 23. Uh, 23 hits. All right. So it does 11 piercing. All right. And then it's going to use its stinger. I got a 20. That hits. So it takes... uh, It rolled a nat. So it just takes 14 piercing, and it needs to roll a con saving throw. Okay. Uh, Roll the 20. All right. So it takes in total 28 damage from that one. The other one is going to 24... That hits. So it takes 12. All right. A natural 20 on its stinger. Ooh, nice. So it All takes right. 15, and that needs to make a con saving throw. Okay. Let me go ahead and roll that con save. I rolled a 9. All right. So in total, it takes 15, 48, 54, 74 damage, I think, from that one. So the others are going to attack it. A 17. 17 misses. It's going to attempt to sting it. A 10. So t- All right, that misses. In total, it is dealt 74, 84. Um, uh, one second. 84, 92, um, 102, 113 damage, I think. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so you're able to deal 113 damage. Uh, that was, all right, so that was with Bites and Stingers. Okay, uh, so yeah, we're, we're, we're clearly going through all this this now. Uh, is that the end of the Wyvern's turn? Oh, wait, there are four Wyverns, right? There are five, four Wyverns, Okay, that is so they get to do more. A 22. Uh, a 22 hits. It takes so 122 damage total, and then a 15 misses. All right, so 122 damage total. All right. Uh, almost dead. Uh, so... Uh, at this point now, uh, that would be the end of the Wyvern's turn, and now it is Roth's turn. Is Roth on um, the ground? He is currently still in the air. Um, oh, okay. And he's actually going to cast... Um, he's going to cast on all of you a... Uh, let me see. How, how long is this? All right. You see Roth is begin, is going to point on the ground, uh, centered around where you are, uh, Breathweaver, uh, and mm-hmm. he's going to cast Circle of Death. Uh, uh, one moment. Let me look up what the spell is. Circle of Death. Yeah, so... Um, am I able to use that unique ability you gave me that allows me to change an elemental attack and reflect it back at the guy? It is necro... It is uh, dealing necrotic damage, so this would not be counting as elemental. Okay. All right, so at this point, a sphere of negative energy ripples out from a 60-point radi- uh, radius sphere uh, from Breathweaver, so anything within 60 um, feet of him is going to make a constitution saving throw. All right, Vince, since I'm, in, since I'm still in the mech suit, I assume that I use the um, the con of the yes. mech suit, right? That's correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. I made a 34. I, in the radius? I'm not even sure where I landed. Ugh. Yeah, you're, you're within 60 feet of Breathweaver. This should hit everybody. All right, I've got a 12. 
All right, so anyone who who failed the DC 18 uh, is going to take 45 yeah. necrotic damage. Well, then I have to actually roll the I have to. I'm down. No, Morgan, you're not. You rolled a 16, and you have plus 3 for more of protection. Oh! Hey. I, on the other hand, rolled a 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, 45 for anyone who failed, and 22 uh, for anyone who passed. Also, Morgan, I don't think you would die to necrotic damage. You're a lich. Alright, so... Are you immune to Morgan? Morgan might be immune. Yeah, I think he's Yeah, immune. that's... Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I rolled a 15. How, how am I doing? Uh, you got uh, plus no, you're 3 just to resisting. that, so you pass. It's a, it's a DC-18. You pass, okay. because 15 plus 3 mm -hmm. is 18. Alright, so I pass, then uh, how much damage is it? 22. That's correct. Alright. He's resistant to necrotic damage, Morgan is. Yeah. I can see him, no, though, right? resistant. Resistant to necrotic yeah, damage. So, is. if he's hit me, that means I must be with. Oh wait, hang on. I'm. Am I within sixty feet of him? You're within exactly sixty feet of him. Well, uh -huh. one reaction which you take in response to being damaged by a creature within sixty feet of you that you can see. Thank you, being a tiefling, I cast Hellish Rebuke. All right. So he's not. The, he's also not the only one. Also, we don't forget. Grab don't forget and that. Hellish rebuke. Don't forget that this also hits the other Elgos. The five clones. tieflings. <laughs> also cast hellish rebuke. Yes. <laughs> Wait, they have... Oh my god. It was almost god. down, but yeah, just to be safe, have them all do it. Yeah, it's a. Just to be safe. It's a DC 15 for me and the five tieflings. It's Sorry, right, so as. Oh my god. And that's DC 18 for me. <laughs> Yeah, so he failed. He failed quite a few of those. Uh, he failed one, two, three, four of those. All right. Uh, so as you all link hands and start singing, like a giant phoenix erupts from the ground uh, and heads towards uh, the shadow rot. This his eyes widen in fear as this entire like bird of flame just engulfs him as he begins falling to the ground like a fucking comet. Uh, Do you want us to even roll he, that? That's gonna be a lot uh, of fire damage. It's it. Trust me, it, it beats his. It beats the pool. He had two HP left. Elegos, it's fine. <laughs> like, like, I think I think you did it. Uh, so as he does, you see, he's not looking too hot at all. Well, he's as looking he, very hot, I'd say. Well, he's looking very hot. Ah, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, God. As he begins to extend his hand towards the gray, uh, the gray. Uh, yo, everyone, grab the crystal. Way. All right. So we can't. We have no reaction. Forty, forty people. Yeah, anyone who doesn't didn't use their reaction. Then two things. Yeah. One, because I took damage, I'm gonna roll Constitution to try and maintain my um, um, spirit guardians. So all right, I rolled so, a six. So normally I would fail, but because artificial things, I use one. Uh, I use my mind interpreter, which basically, if I were to fail. I can't say if I just don't. Okay. Oh, and uh, then so you he falls spirit into this aura and takes that damage. He's he dead! He's not falling into the aura yet. He's also, not falling into the aura also, yet. Also, Vin, as a reaction, can Wilhelm try to grab the crystal? Yes. Everyone who has a reaction, which is aka not the Elegoses, um, it's, uh, the what's, world. It's Elegai? Elegai. Not the Elegai. So what's Roth roll? Roth is going to roll. Let's go ahead here. He rolls a 21. Is it a dex check? 
Yeah, it is acrobatic or the athletics. Oh, you got 23! Okay. I got a 27. All right. Hold on. All right. This, this Jesus. Uh, uh, lady in the trance grabbed the crystal. <laughs> but instead of this, he just grabbed it with your bounce. <laughs> Stop trying to eat it. Yeah. I grab so the crystal as... and Breath River devours me whole. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Alright, so as you as you uh as you clutch onto the crystal and as Breath Weaver eats you, um you see uh you you feel the crystal in like in your hands as you're inside of this very dark, hot space. Um Owl, and what would you like to do with the crystal right now? I'm going to attempt to absorb the power like he's been doing. All right, so you're going to attempt to crush it. All right, so as you do this, um, as you crush the the teardrop, this gray, almost like alien-like power comes inside of you. Alien. You phrased that so badly. This alien-like power comes inside of you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, and... All of your damage uh, for the immediate future as you gain 100 um, temporary hit points um, will deal psychic damage. And any sort of attack or spell that is used on you that is unique uh, will be nullified and removed from a character's sheet. What, what do, do you mean, mean by, by unique? is unique? Yeah. So like a spell. So like fireball. Like 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 a regular attack with a longsword doesn't count. But if someone were to cast firebolt or... Lightning bolt. Um, the, if it hits, it now, is removed do, from now, the character sheet. D- does this also like eat class features, or is it just anything unique? So yeah, also, it would eat this a class is uh, Owl so it... and not prey. <laughs> yeah, this is Owl. It's Owl. like so... Risk of Rain two final boss. Yeah. Uh. So. So as uh, as you gain this ability, uh, Roth has finally hit the ground, uh, and has not gained his temporary HP, and he's writhing. Uh, as he as he has very little true HP left. Elgo's his we- his um hand still kind of burning from casting Hellish Rebuke just kind of like blows on it and goes, "Good luck." <laughs> All right, and it's actually your turn, so that's that's pretty good. Uh, go ahead, Elgo's. Uh, with that, I'm going to take my holy blade and deliver the coup de gras all right you have advantage he is prone how, <laughs> how fitting that is a nat 20. holy fuck yeah oh my god yes. okay roll flavor it flavor it elegos so at this <laughs> i kill him elegos <laughs> will drop his shield uh to the floor um kind of like take his longsword and an ice pick grip with his right hand Put it, uh, grasp the hilt with his left hand, raise it up t- to his forehead, and then just thrust it down into Roth's heart. Alright, so as you thrust it down into Roth's heart, you see uh, he he's still cloaked in flame. And as you do, he looks back up at you, um, Elagos, and you see a pained look on his face as you stab through his heart and you see his material form seems to burn up inside of the fire that is um that is uh consuming him as this these energies these different colored energies that he's absorbed prior uh, begin to spew out and go back into their original locations as teardrops inside of these magical circles and as his ashes burn his skull is left there um 
on the floor and is emitting this very potent blue aura uh, that at this point, Andrew, you recognize this to be uh, his energies, his soul. I'm just going to walk on up and absorb it. Oh! <laughs> you just see so Andrew as... make out with the skull? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Alas, poor Roth. I... <laughs> <laughs> all right so as you uh as you absorb his power um you you're able to gain uh your hp back at this point as a refresher ander and i assume breathweaver at this point you would spit out owl yes i didn't um, want him in my mouth anyways i'm elagos is going to kind of just collapse to the floor and start laying on hands himself because i had 10 hp left you see Why are you them? touching yourself? I hurt. <laughs> As all the Elegoses come over to you with their lay on hands, their copies. Uh, and now, this final fight is now over. So in this room uh, that surrounds you, the only thing that you can see uh, is the, the clouds and the cerulean sea-like sky uh, that surrounded you now disappears. And there is simply just emptiness and, and, and darkness um, where the only source of light are these other five uh, crystals that are in the room. And Wilhelm, uh, Wilhelm and Aul are both glowing. Aul is glowing a um, th this gray, this gray, um, almost alien-like uh, oozing. And Wilhelm has like a verdant green uh, around him uh, to resemble the, the green energies from the green teardrop. What would you like to do? Eh. Yeah. <laughs> Roth was surprisingly shitty. I knew he was bad in the other other dimension, but he was. Yeah, that yeah that that was rather like. Despite the cosmic scale of this conflict, yeah, we we kind of more or less clowned on him. Yeah, I didn't feel... even use my full potential. I'm immune to single target spells, and I are have you... like. Are you guys complaining almost? that? Saving the world was easier than we thought it would be. Yes, I was... I'm not complaining. I'm just <laughs> surprised. I feel like they could have just. Did they need us? They could have just got a couple of dragons. Breathweaver was pretty much roasting that guy. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a. Yeah, you fucking rinsed him. I, I did have a couple edge uh, edges. Uh, uh. You had a, a lot of edges. I get. I. Wager. I had a couple benefits from uh, having that humanoid experience, though. First, I will, I will say that. Uh, wait, what? That sounds well. What? Being a human gave me an you advantage were, in you, this you battle. You worded that in a very poor way. <laughs> so, uh, now what? I turn back to my human form. Like, alright, so, uh, Big Ben has been defeated. Vin, uh, are the crystals around or are they just gone? Outside of... No, they're they're inside of their respective magical circles. They went back after Roth was defeated. And then you said that Wilhelm is glowing green and I will... Yes, because glowing... you have the uh, you have the, the green teardrop and Ewell has the gray teardrop. How did you get the green one? That was from Arc he had 3, it. right? Yeah, he was just holding on to it the whole time. You were holding on to it the whole time? I, I guess I was. This, 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 this was a shock pocket. to even me, the player. It's it's like that pins. We never took them off. Yeah, you never <laughs> took them off. It's just like the pin, bro. Oh, God. Um, 
Well, I got I see a little green boy over here, and I tap Wilhelm on the mech. We got a green one? I'm a little gray. I don't know what we're supposed to do, but I'm feeling good, feeling hearty. I see why he was free based on these crystals. Holy shit. Elgo's number five. Cast a spell at me. I have a feeling something's funny's gonna happen. You strongly like, smell. Are you, are you talking to me or? Elagos no, number, number five. five. You're number one. I, you're number one, Elagos. And like one of the random uh, tieflings just like kind of like points at himself like almost quizzically like me like. Oh yeah. I, guess I like to right. imagine they're all wearing like helmets so they they're all essentially look the same. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess I accidentally did a racism. You with the helmet that just pointed to himself. You do it. Oh, racism. <laughs> All right, and then um, let me. I'm loading into your guys' roll twenty. One second here. Well, you said any spell I cast just gets removed from the sheet. My right? name is Stolas. <laughs> no, you could have asked. My name is Boyland. <laughs> All right, so he casts. Um, he's going to cast a hold person on you. All right. It didn't work. Now you don't have that spell anymore. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Uh, it still it still goes through, uh, so you have to make the spell save DC of fifteen, uh, but it is removed from his sheet as soon as he casts it. So he can no he can no longer for a certain period of time cast this spell. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, it's not before. permanent. Yeah, I thought it was permanent. I mm -hmm. made it seem like it was permanent. Yeah, that was. It's null. It's nullified for a period of time. And that period of time is infinity. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm held, and as I'm held, hours. I'm say, you did. That for the last time you ever using that spell, you did a good job. I what? <laughs> what? Yep. If you cast a spell on me, you don't get to cast it anymore. And you didn't yep. think it prudent to inform me of that beforehand. Well, you Wait, didn't cast why are we it. holding everybody? Yeah, stop grabbing me, Andrew. That was not what I wanted. <laughs> you literally <laughs> hugged the big man. But anyway. Yeah. The, the crystal gave me some powers. I'm magic now. Got that magic fingers. Also, everything sorry. you touch. Yeah, everything I touch turns to... Actually, everything that touches me will touch me, but then you won't ever be able to touch me again, if that makes sense. No. Anyway, don't, don't touch me. Um, just don't touch them. It's pretty just simple. don't touch me. All right, we got crystals <laughs> here. Two of us got crystals <clears throat> here. What do we want to do? Are we, we supposed to this. take the rest back to where they belong? I don't I, know. I, I, I guess. Doesn't the universe normally reset? Yeah, like, are we gonna be stopping the universe from resetting? I forget. Um, cause yeah, their plan was to stop it from resetting. Do we want to reset? Hang on. Uh, Elgus is gonna pull out the sending stone. Larry, are you still with us? Uh, so you're attempting to contact Larry, and you you merit no response. Similarly to last time. Mm. Tinley, Larry, but it does. Tinley, can you hear me? Yes, sir. We need to find out what happened to Larry. Um, <laughs> the universe rests on that answer. <laughs> the, you know, the, the fate of the universe? Nah, dude, Larry. Uh, so you see Tinley just um, says, uh, oh, yeah, I'll go check out the bar. Um and like you can hear like he didn't turn off his like radio comms and you can just like hear him like like his armor jangling as he runs over to uh larry's bar that it crashed uh near ignitus um and 
you don't hear much as like you can tell that he's stopped and he reaches to his mic he's like uh, uh eligos over yeah are you there over yeah i'm here oh well, larry isn't over he's uh there's a hundred better ways you could have phrased what you just said he uh he he well he's not moving well get him to get him to someone who can treat him yes sir he's like what do i do with the leg the the what, what? now the what no, never mind. I'll, I'll figure it out. And he, like, dis over as he disconnects the comms. Ask him about fixes. That guy was actually smart. I like Larry, but I don't know if he would be the best person to... He would, he's killing orcs and using them for spice, Eligos. All right, well... I, that, I mean, that's, that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> Retzola, come in. Yes, Elgos. Uh, how are you doing? Get fixes. Uh, okay. Uh, and you see he goes over. Well, you don't see anything. Uh, you hear he doesn't turn off his comms either. Uh, as he he jangles. Uh, you can hear all of his medals jangling over the comms. Uh, as he walks over to the bar. Uh, and he he sees he speaks to Sir Tinley. He's like, "Did you see fixes around here?" Um. Okay. And he walks over to the front of the bar, uh, and he says, Hey, Fixus, uh, are you doing okay? Um, and Fixus responds, as you can hear over the mic, he's like, How do you think I'm doing? This entire bar collapsed, and my foot is still stuck under this rubble. Can you help me? Oh, well, uh, you know, Elagos wanted to talk to you really quick. Uh, do you mind if I, mind if I put you on? Can, can you remove my leg? Here you go. As he gives Remove him the Remove my stone. leg, please. <laughs> Remove it from the rubble. And Fixus is now on the line. Hello? Alright, Fixus, um, so, good news, uh, weird news. Uh, good news is we've, uh, taken care of the immediate threat. Uh, weird news is we've got a bunch of arcane shit up here and we're not really sure how to proceed with it. Uh, well, uh, I mean, they're wishing stones, correct? They they have the energies, or so we know, to control the fabric of this reality. I'd say do whatever you want. Oh. What about the gods? I mean, if this... The wishing I don't, stones I don't, I don't think they're on this frequency. If the wishing stones are made up of mistress power... And presumably there's still a ton of gods out there who have enough power to stop us? I don't know. She's not like the all-powerful god. I mean, Helm killed her. So, like, how much? I don't know. The spitball. Well, here. I mean, do we do we have any wishes we want to make? I mean, pl plenty. But I'm after what we've seen. I'm. I'll be yeah. honest. I'm not really sure if we should. I don't know if we deserve to. I don't think anyone that. made one. We don't. Des I don't know if it feels right to have one person have the power to rewrite reality to how they choose. It feels like it should be either no one has that power, or it's somehow it's a collaborative discussion amongst. 
You mean like the I, gods? I don't even know about them. I don't even know who would. It just feels weird to give anyone, even a group of people, that power. <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna. Uh, at this point, I'm tired of discussion. I'm gonna unseat my staff and try to break one of the stones. Now, Andrew, uh, that is a Andrew, that is a terrible idea. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to try it, uh, go ahead and now attack learn to the, real big the item. Yeah, <laughs> immortality. You can comes attempt to. Roth, you can attempt to attack one of the stones if Roth you like. Which one? To stop Ander. <laughs> Our entire hmm. adventure has been leading up to this moment. Uh, which one would you like to hit? The one on the left. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, the one on the left. All right, uh, that's the red one. Yep. Go ahead and attempt to attack it. You, literally, it's like hitting a wall. It's a DC ten. Just, just hit it. I saw a nine in chat, and I thought it was oh, a seven. All right, so Ander attempts to smack the crystal on the left, and he misses. Um, the rest of you, if you'd like to like try and talk him down at this point, go ahead. Ander, what Ander, is Ander, this is delicate stuff we're dealing with here. Let's not. Let's not jump to any uh, anything brash. And then and then Elga smashes it with a mace. I I will say, this is I don't even know if I should say this, but I did crush the gray crystal and I'm feeling pretty good. What? Well, so you think we should each anything. crush a uh, crush a crystal? You, you want to try that one know. again? <laughs> well, I don't think we should make any wishes or anything. You already crushed one. Come on. I did crush one to stop him. I, I will say this as having the privilege of crushing a crystal. No one should crush any more crystals. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to do then? No, got to crush the crystal. What do you want me to do? I can't crush a crystal. I got it. If you have to spell at me, you lose that spell forever. So. Uh, I'm crushing the blue one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did All I right. actually convince uh, him to crush a crystal? That's my bad. And I will start laughing. So, so as you walk over to the blue crystal, you, That's uh, the anti -magic you crush it. crystal, actually. Yeah, so as you crush it, um, your staff uh, begins to transform as you are now, um, as like this bluish, like white mist surrounds you. Uh, and you now are holding a almost like white, pristine... Um, like almost tinted blue broadsword as your AC is bumped up to 18 uh, and you are now immune to all effects of spells and you can redirect spells uh, towards others but you can only now deal physical damage and you can no longer cast spells as well. Oh, you got fucked. Oh. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, now I'm not sure if I want to crush one of these crystals. This like sword, the black one. This sword is an attack plus 12 with a 2d 10 plus 10 force damage as a roll. Alright, so what are we supposed to do? Does anyone know what we're actually supposed to do with this? Uh, actually, I don't know if we were ever told. It was just, uh, stub. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember. It seems like crushing them are getting us so far, and not so far enough to stop the universe from ending. I don't yeah. know what we do. You, so, at, at let me provide some insights slightly Please. just for the players. So at this time, yes, uh, you are now at the precipice of a new reality. These crystals are used in conjunction in order to restart the universe. However, those who are in control of them choose how that happens. Uh, so, like Awul said, you can choose to 
remake the universe in your image if you wish to have that power. Uh, you could choose to return them uh, to the original dimension and the restart will begin to happen, or you can uh, choose any possibility at this point. Let's return them. What if we use the crystals to destroy the crystals? <laughs> How would the restart be the same if these gods who have been allied this whole time have finally turned against each other and fought a massive war? I feel like naturally the restart would be very different because either a ton of gods are dead or they're still battling each other. Hmm. Could it could it could go one way or the other. So, this this restart the answer is I just, in your The hands. answer I gave, it was intended to be a B, but now more that I'm thinking about it. Seems like the what only if, good option at this point. What if we just we we use them to do the restart, but the restarted world we make is totally the same except for one thing. It does not include the crystals. Or you know, but like aren't the, the, the crystals gods. from Mistra? So yeah, she is. We'd have to. Yeah. What about no gods, no king, no God. only man. Oh. On the owl. What, what's a god oh. to a king, after all? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever uh, the way it goes. What is a god to a, a more powerful god? A miserable little pile of secrets. Well, we don't really have much of a choice, so let's just get this over with. Actually, yeah, incredibly have, wrong. You have, have. You are the only ones with the choice at the we moment. We have as much <laughs> choice in this matter as we are ever going to get about anything ever. Warlord Bradley. So, Warlord Bradley. Are you suggesting that we replace the gods? Of course. <laughs> you didn't, what? No, you didn't say that. Andrew, that was not what you suggested. You said we had no choice. If you just assumed the no choice was we have to replace all the gods... That was not widely shared as an opinion. <laughs> well, I guess ascension to godhood is our only option. No way to avoid it. What about, uh, Andrew, what about your friend? The guy who kind of made you a lich? I don't know how I know that, but I know it. What does he think? Can you come? Can you bring him back? He'd probably want to be a god. Hmm. Let me see if I can call him. <laughs> You have no choice but to call him. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> we love you too, Morgan. <laughs> we have no choice. So, would you like to call him? Phone a friend, Mander? Yes. Yo, it's your homie. <laughs> no, hey, it's, yo, your it's, boy, it's your boy. It's your boy. Which, please. All right, so I... I, Are you there, I assume it's that you're doing some sort, of, some sort of communion uh, with the Sending Stone in order to to contact uh, Waikita. Uh, and as you as you call him, uh, he, he says unto you, uh, Ander, is, why do I hear your voice in my head? Hello, Waikita. Uh... I had no choice. Kind of, uh, <laughs> no choice but to well, call you. <laughs> oh, shut up, y'all. <laughs> Am I on speakerphone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andrew just is trying to talk to Waikita and sees that wolf flossing in front of him. <laughs> Hello, Waikita. It's like a Love. it's a fucking video call. It's <laughs> so, uh, Waikita. So, uh, first off, loved Thor Ragnarok. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> 
So, um, w- what do you want? We have we have kind of a dilemma. We uh, we killed. We killed. We basically won the day, but um, we have the crystal. We have like six crystals, and we don't know really what to do with them. Uh, well, we have five now that you crushed one. And I'll crush another if you don't shut up. <laughs> Technically, we have like three because uh, I mean, Wilhelm has green, Ander has gray. You have blue. No, I have, there's four. I have gray. There's four left. Yeah. Uh, so he he looks quite shocked. Uh, almost surprised, and then sees the giant Breathweaver dragon, he goes, ah, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, in this instance, um, you stand, uh, at a great choice. You can reset this world, um, in accordance to your will. Uh, you can reset it in accordance to what the gods would like, uh, to set it straight again, to possibly bring everything back to the way that it was. You can delete certain parts of this world. You could make it so no one ever knew of this. You could make it so that Roth will not exist in the next world. There are countless choices that you have uh, in this instance here. Um, what I recommend is, of course, to, I mean, Ander, between you and I, you 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 have the ability to become a god, so it seems like the really only only good choice here. He kind of winks at you, uh, but the choice rests on your shoulders, your collective sol- shoulders. Whatever you choose to do is what will happen. There is no right well, or wrong answer. <clears throat> I think he's calling it. to say, "Yo, homie, you want to join us?" Yeah, why don't you come yeah. over here, <laughs> play some Smash? That was also my initial offer, Waikita. If we all end up becoming gods, why not join us? Yo, just asking for a friend. Yo, where you at? No, and all right, so like... He just emerges he, through the sending stone, full body. Yeah, he just emerges. <laughs> just come, yeah, he what, just cut, like, so from soon? the sending stone, from the sending stone, you see just, like, this rift of energy come through, and, like, Waikita comes through a gate, and he's like, um, so yeah, what's this about being gods? Is he's, like, miserly putting his hands together. Alec, <laughs> get Sir Tinley up here. Let's get the whole gang up here. Is everybody becoming a god? <laughs> All right, like, sir, sir, like, are you calling Sir, sir Tinley? fixes, not Retzel up. <laughs> uh, not Retzel fix up. Fixes got stuck with his boot in a... And Fixus is being help, helped, in quotes, by Retzel up right now. Yeah, just, just have him jump We separately. can maybe we'll just either. give an asterisk and include Fixus if we want. Yeah. All right, so Sir Tinley joins you uh, uh, as you call for him on the Sending Stone. Uh, and he, 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 he approaches, and he sees two liches, a giant dragon, uh, an army, like a small army, a bunch of tieflings, all Elagos clones, um, and he doesn't know what to think. He's just looking, looking around, and he kind of is looking towards one of the crystals, and his eyes are going wide, like, uh, like Apu in, uh, in Aladdin, almost looking at the gems. You mean Abu? Abu. Yeah, I don't think Apu was in Aladdin. (laughs) Apu! (laughs) All right, how many more people do you want? Uh, Warlord Brentley, maybe. He's still standing there. Yeah, yeah. Brentley's here. Brentley's the, here. The Tiefling leader, Valamir. Oh, the Valamir? one you fisted. 
Stop. <laughs> Did she do anything this fight? Cause she, she's not an Elgos clone. No, she was downstairs uh, leading with Sir Tidley and the rest. He only took a couple of Tiefling Brigades. Oh, I thought you took the whole squadron up. No, we only got five Elgos clones. If you want Valamir, you could call for Valamir as well. All right. All right, she, co she, uh, she comes up uh, on the elevator. It's like, ah, oh, ready for another fist in Elgos? <laughs> <laughs> Man, you really left a depression with her, huh? I... So, uh, what's going on? Uh, she just well, sees that uh, wolf flossing. <laughs> and she starts flossing. Everyone, uh, everyone have... is everyone who is an NPC is flossing. We have a important. Uh, can you? Can you? Do you have to do that right now? I mean, well, yes. yeah. Everyone else is doing it. Am I not supposed to be doing <laughs> well, it? Even the dragon's doing it. I. <laughs> we have kind of an important decision to make. And sorry, this is just really distracting. And it. Uh, we decided we would want some key people we up would, here. Would? Okay, uh, she stops flossing. Fortnite dance! Uh, what's the... <laughs> what, what would you... Uh, what is this discussion? What do you want to do? What's so, the... um, we currently have in our hands... And he's like addressing all of the people who have just joined us now. We currently have in our hands the power to recreate everything. Uh, essentially, however we see fit. I'll just give a second to let that sink in. As Sir Tinley is slowly approaching the red crystal. <laughs> Tinley? Mm -hmm. At ease, little guy. Okay, it kind of comes back. Uh, that's pretty heavy. Yeah. So is your mother. Oh. Yeah, so do you want to be part of the New World Order? Uh, let's not. <laughs> we call it. The... Let's not what? Let's not jump to anything. As, like, Wakita's kind of, like, tapping his, like, bony finger on, like, his, like, uh, his, like, cross his arms. He's like, uh, so. Am I going to be a god, or, like, what's the wait time here? Uh, well, the wait time's, like, the world's ending, anyways, probably. So, uh, let's just, you know, take some time to alleviate over how we're going to do this. Yeah, so we recreate the universe. This feels wrong, but I don't know what else to do. I don't know what the other gods are doing. I mean, they're currently probably killing each other. There might not be any left, actually, if you think about it. I did promise the Eldritch entity and his uh, and his. I did. Yeah, oh, I promised all those outer gods that I would vouch for them during this. Yeah. Did uh? Did he uh? Did they uh? Finish their thing with uh? Whoever they were doing things with, was it a uh, Agma? I, I got my sending stone. <laughs> Unknown horrors from dark space. <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is no connection to your gods in this plane. Uh, from where you are, you're in a separated dimension that they don't have access to. As how did Waikita have access? No, they don't have access to this location. That's how. That's why they had to send you. So, I I stand by, I stand by my original sentiment. We use the crystals to recreate a world with no crystals and no war between the gods. Uh, or we could be the gods, and then we wouldn't have to worry about a war ever breaking out between them, unless it's us. But you know, 
then we, shame on us. We do have that, a warlord with the gift making a god. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, but that he's over That last qualifier that? you put in there is uh, I, what concerns me. Warlord Brantley smiles. I won't. I won't start a war. That didn't he say in like that flashback with the uh, Awul that he was over war at this point? Yeah, he did say he was a pacifist. Yeah, he is. He is over war. Yeah. He is. He is no longer. I mean, interested former in warlord Elgos. Did you what? not read his books? I'm not. I'm not saying specifically him. I'm saying any one of us could just decide we don't want to be peaceful anymore, and I'd rather not run yeah. that risk. Well, I mean, the other gods aren't going to be any better. You realize that, right? That's why we're here right now. And we can change that. That's what I'm saying. So no gods. Yeah. Or no war. How do we get rid of war? Yeah. It's not like. Well, I mean <laughs> war. I mean war between the gods. But how do we? If we have gods. Yeah. How do we guarantee that if there's if there's people, there's going to eventually be conflict. Unless. There's, there's going to be conflict between people, but we can end yeah, this so war between no the go gods. Or... If you could let me fucking finish. We could end this war between the gods and just make it so that this universe-threatening shit never happens again. Well, they would have to not kill Mistra, but... I mean, it, well, it, in the new universe, there would not be a Mistra to have die, so... Are there gonna be the... Are we bringing back the gods from this current universe into the new one, is I guess my... Uh, I need clarity on that. We could. Like we could, we could stop just because we want to stop the god war doesn't mean we have to stop the gods. We can just take away their ability to wage war. How? We wish it. I feel more confident in us being gods than them being gods, and I also don't want to be a god. But I feel like there's Elgos. Do you remember that dream that we had where we talked with them and then they let us push them around and made basically no sense? I literally <laughs> told Mask to fuck off. And he did! <laughs> that was the craziest shit I've ever seen. Uh, well, I don't like this option, but I'm not the only one who gets to make it, so... I say we put no, it to I mean, a you vote. don't have to be one of us if you don't want to be. I mean, that, that's what if, fine. What if, we do, what if we do one god, me, and then no. there's no one no. for me to go to war no. with? No. Oh, heck no. no. <laughs> Just no. Why? Guys, please, like, Makita also says no. I know we're having fun with this, but um, could we please, like, just seriously decide on something? I'm trying to... Like, yeah, we're, we're arguing no over which way to go, Elegos. It sounds like you're memeing. I oh, literally no, don't even I'm, know what the right option is at this point. It feels like there's no good choice. Uh, what happens if we just let the universe die? I'm not even joking. Like, we haven't had a good cycle yet. It keeps repeating. What if we just let it end? Let's see what comes Maybe next. Maybe it would reset eventually in a well, better way. Well, then everyone way. in this room and everyone who just helped save this goddamn universe is going to die. Well, I mean, we saved it from being recycled and allowing it to die now. We saved it from these gods getting control over it and them never changing it. Because it's just what? always becoming older and older and it's Again. never gonna fix itself, what? is it? Again, if the gods aren't changing, why not just change the gods? <laughs> well, that's what we've been saying, but we're, we're throwing out ideas here, Let's okay? Just, I'm gonna, just gonna vote, because it's getting late and I haven't eaten yet since the war. Let's just, I'll, <laughs> I guess I'll vote for becoming a god. I'm also a very hungry little dwarf. Um, see... I know I haven't, I haven't really contributed into this discussion too much, but 
the thing is, part of me is inclined to just let this cycle of and life and death end, and then see what the big what comes next. As change in the universe is in, as an inevitability. However, at the same time, that is also a very harrowing prospect of just more or less throwing throwing the fate of the universe to the wind to see what happens. Yeah, I hear you. So then, we just let it go on. Well, what what's everyone else's vote? We have like a whole bunch of people here. We might as well vote. The options now are let, let me uh let me bring out my notepad, my dragon notepad, really quick. Well, okay, so become gods. Neuter um, the current gods. Let universe die and neuter current gods. Or okay. do nothing. Well, that that oh yeah, or do well, that's nothing. the that's the letter. Well, that's what we've been doing so Dude, far. Yeah. Y'all just been talking. Yeah, it's either become gods, no gods, or let it ride out and let this universe like let it die. See what happens next. Okay, I have uh, I I am keeping a mental notepad of this. Why don't we vote? How many people want to do nothing? Only the players will be concerned in this vote. The rest of the NPCs will will go with whatever you decide. You won the day. After uh, a long time, Elagos is gonna raise his hand. Okay, so you 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 don't even want to neuter the gods now. Well, I mean, I guess it's like you guys said. It's how would we guarantee that would change anything? Okay, um, the who wants to neuter the current gods? It's no one. Who wants to let the universe die? And then who wants to become gods? Ander, I'm raising my hand. I guess I'll raise my hand with the qualifier that why don't we try it? And if the war keeps going on, if there's no peace, then we just let the universe, then we let it end. Let's give it one last shot, I'd say, before. Yeah, that sounds fair. I, I like the idea of the like last shot, so to speak. Okay, so uh, four of to becoming gods, one last try, and then letting the universe end. None for neutering the current gods, and one for doing nothing. So I think right. we have our answer. Well, I I guess all, all I right. can say is have fun being gods. Do you not want to be in the group then? I take it. I'm I'm gonna have to abstain from this one. Okay. All right. So. As you've decided to become gods, you see that the crystals around the room uh, begin to light up. You can, at this moment, collect them, uh, and you can place them all together at this time. Uh, obviously, there is one inside of Wilhelm that he's holding on to, uh, and there is one energy that is inside of Aul. Aul, you can draw out that energy to turn it into a crystal if you'd like, uh, or you can become the... Uh, you can become the patient zero for this power to make that choice that everyone would become a god. Up to you. What? I, what do you mean? I just assume we're, everyone who wants to is becoming a god. I'm not sure what you're saying. All right. Uh, so doesn't matter. All of the all of the gems are collected, and you all wish to become gods uh, and to bring this world into its one last try to see if anything gets better. And with that, let me go ahead and grab the. I was very upset, but this was... I don't know if he could have thought of a better option, and he didn't we, want to We just... probably should have thought of an option before we came here, now that I think about it. But... 
It's not like the options would have changed, to be fair. So as these gems begin to uh, circle around all of you, uh, Elagos, you kindly step out of the circle, um, and I assume, like, Wakita, Valamir, um, Warlord Brentley would enter, Sir Tinley uh, would enter into this circle, and you all wish to become gods and to restart this universe, uh, you see that all of the light in this surrounding area diminishes and all color is wiped from your surroundings as you all stand there, pale white figures, devoid of all uniqueness. Uh, no trace of pain uh, surrounds any of you as a tranquil calm comes over the room as a black void begins to encompass this area. And with that, we're going to end... Thanks for listening to this episode of Good Job Adventures. See you next time.